37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet again another special episode of Pixelated Paranormal, episode 92. And we are supposed to be getting back to the Thieves of the Night topic. However, we had a lot of really, really cool stuff happen this weekend up in Omaha, and so we really wanted to uh, record a show to kind of share with you guys a little bit about the Beard Comp and then uh, a lot of bit about the really badass uh, paranormal uh, haunted museum tour that Big Dobbs planned for us while we were up there. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of give you guys a little chat about uh, how the Beard Comp was for us and, and, and you know, that experience and also uh, the the Museum of Shadows up there in Omaha. So, first off, uh, Preston, we just got off the road. Steve, how have you been? Been all right. They uh, haven't really had much happen to me, but I did go garage sailing mm-hmm. this past. Uh, this is this prime time. They start having citywides. So I went to a place called Valley Center, which is uh, maybe like 15 minutes outside of Wichita. And I found something so dope. This thing is huge. It's from the 70s. It's a big plaster owl. This thing is huge. It's like <laughs> at least at least three, three and a half, maybe four feet tall. Good. I thought and you were two seconds away from saying like a big plaster dildo. Oh, no. <laughs> I was in Valley Center and I got this thing from the 70s and it was giant. It was huge as a big plaster no, this, dick. This lady had like a, they had like an outdoor, like, uh, you know, like Kansas outdoory type thing down in their basement, and then she oh she yeah, kind of like the out. woods and all yeah. that, the Great Plains. So she stuff, had that yeah. big ass owl, and I was like, that thing is so creepy. I gotta have it. So <laughs> she had ten on it, yeah. and she was like, I see you looking at that owl, and I was like, it is really awesome, and you have a great price on it. But unfortunately, I just ten dollars isn't worth it to spend on something that's like cool, like you know, it's so like, kitschy, oh, I like that. yeah. So, and then she's like, what would you do? Well, she's like, would you pay for five for it? And I was like, I would absolutely pay five for it. <laughs> That's said, worth it. I got five on <laughs> yeah, I got it. five on it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. So it's uh, hella, hella cool. And then we got like put right by the window. So, and then like we have like a natural light in the back. So when <laughs> at night, when you go to the bathroom or something, the silhouette comes <laughs> off of the, oh, the back. It looks that. so fucking creepy. And owls are related <laughs> aliens. I don't care what anybody says. Owls are fucking aliens. So... I think it's awesome to have that thing. Yeah, that thing's cool. <laughs> it, it is huge. It now, is oh, re- and I went to a ne- huge. I went to another yard sale, and dude, you better be thinking your sweet ass that you uh, that I was being cheap for the joke. I finally found a Ouija board, a really good one. This thing had a coffee stain on it, and it was awesome. It looked so badass because <laughs> I was like, it had like the coffee ring, and it wasn't fake. Like it was, you could tell it was real. And yeah. she's like, nope, I want $2 for it because it was an original box. And I was like, nah. I was like, I'm just going to use it to play a prank on my friend. But <laughs> I was like, that'd be oh, so fucking tight. Damn. You know, it's funny, like, through all this stuff, I kind of want a Ouija board. I, I don't think I would use it, but I think it'd be really rad to hang up on a wall. You know, right. like, a, as decor. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. I uh, We saw a lot of Ouija boards this weekend, and we'll kind of yeah. chat about that more here in a minute, but... Man, I would have given you. I probably would have given you two bucks. So next See, time you're the out, the thing is, is Aaron's like, "You're not gonna get no fucking Ouija board." Oh, I was so mad, and I'm just like, "I, I think Ouija boards are a fucking joke." I'm sorry. I know I'm on a paranormal uh, podcast. Yeah, but I just well, that's fair. I, that's fair. To I say. don't. If it was like moving by itself, like this 
pendulum thing was moving by itself, I'd be like, okay, this that's dope. But people yeah. like have to touch it with the energy, like unless I I want to experience that in real life. Oh, I've never done that. that. That's what I'm saying though. I don't. There's nobody to be like, oh, I want to do that. But it's like it's just one of them toys. It's like I can't believe that shit's still sold everywhere. And it's yeah. okay. But people, we, there's people paranoid about that. You know what's funny is like um, before this weekend, I was like, I would never ever step in a fucking pentagram ever Preston told that story several times but my boy did well wow. yeah we'll, we'll talk about that we'll get to that in a sec I don't we're gonna have s- a fucking demon on you dude we'll cover we'll cover all of that in a little bit we'll yeah. get to that um yeah a lot of shit happened this weekend <laughs> good shit funny shit weird shit dude i got yeah. a paranormal story that like a f- I might have pissed off a demon, so it got back at me in a really weird way. Yeah. Oh, we had so much fun, uh, Steve. I I hate I hate you could be there. We're gonna do it again. Um, yeah. We've already got a hand. I mean, uh, two handfuls of people that want us to come back down and do this shit again. Um, so we're gonna pick a time where you definitely can go. Bring the girls with us and just go have a really great weekend. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah. So, uh, first off and foremost, um, we went down this weekend uh, to finally get to meet Big Dobbs Allen uh, in person. And it was awesome. We got to uh, we got to Nebraska about one o'clock in the afternoon, uh, Friday. Dude, and you walk up. I can just picture you walking up to him, Preston rolling up his sleeve, and he's like, and he's, and he's got the promo code tattooed on his fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never I've never met somebody who's so excited. He's like, dude, I love your guys' show. He's like top notch from like beginning to end. But he's like, I wait every episode to the very end to see how you guys are going to plug my product. And he's like, I, it's just right. like, it's like Christmas every weekend. And I'm like, yes! We give him a little bearded chubby. It's great. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. But yeah, we uh, we meet up in Omaha at this place called Barchin, and it's like a, uh, a a German beer garden slash, you know, eatery. And we, we hang out for about an hour, hour and a half, just kind of shooting the shit and catching up and, and having a beer. Preston and I... Uh, Split a really, really good uh, pulled pork sandwich, and it was and called like beer. the the Jack Meister, the we Jack and beer, Hopper like, food. Hmm? I think it had to do with like I don't know. There's so many funny sandwiches there. Yeah. Something about a bag of hammers and everything else, but yeah, oh, it might have been a Johnny Dob- Johnny Hammer. That's what it was called. It was the Johnny J- Hammer. Yeah, the Johnny Hammer. So um, Dobbs cut out uh, to pick up his daughter from school, and then. We kind of sat there and just killed some time. And then it's funny because we rolled up to their house and we pulled up in the parking lot and we just see like classic sci-fi movie, like the blinds split and like a young pair of eyes just like staring at us. (laughs) So we look at her for a second. We both kind of wave and she's just staring and she's not even like moving at all. So we, you know, we we turn the car off, go up to the, the porch, go inside, knock on the door. And then, you know, Dobbs answers the door and we come inside and she, she, Allie comes running up and she's like, um, is my dad in trouble? And we said, what? (laughs) She said, is, is my dad in trouble? And I said, I hope not. What did he do? She's like, I saw your license plate on the front of your car. Oh God. And I was like, I started laughing. (laughs) I I started laughing. I was like, oh my God. And Alan's looking at me. He's like, what? And I was like, my license plate's a Doctor Who license plate. It says TARDIS and it says public police call box. And people see that police thing and think I'm a cop. And she's just staring at us like, They'll like hold the door open for him. They're like, thanks, man. (laughs) I mean, literally, like, I've never seen a child like so scared. Like, she was literally like hyperventilating almost. Like, oh my God, these guys are here. They're undercover cops to get my dad. 
Holy they were like, shit. No, we're the, we're the podcast dudes. Like, we're here for the competition. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny because she was equal part scared and ready to, like, throw down and see what she had to do to, like, get her dad <laughs> off the hook. It was it was really, really, it was really awesome. But, yeah, so we hung out with uh, with Dobbs for the afternoon. And then we, uh, we had a bunch of folks over that night uh, to get a chance to meet for the first time. We got to meet Micah and Paul and some other people. Um, and it was really great because we were kind of doing a little bit of an icebreaker. Dobbs made some really badass uh, hot wings on the grill. And we kind and, of uh, just chilled out. Sh- shout out to Micah real quick, buddy. Using the cup. Love it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we got a chance to meet Micah, uh, a fan of ours. And uh, I'm going to say fan a couple times. These people really, really became our, our good friends the time we were there. A lot of them did, man. So it was, it was really fantastic. But... Um, we hung out for a while, made some wings and it was great because as you know, Dobbs is out cooking the wings on the grill. Um, there's a big cluster of us in the kitchen and it's, it's Preston and myself and Alan's girlfriend, Hillary and Micah was there and Paul, he was one of the judges for the show. Um, uh, and some other people were in there and it was great. Cause we're like, well, holy shit. Like we're here for like paranormal stuff too. So I just turned on the, uh, the iPhone recorder and I was like, Hey, does anybody have like a weird story they want to share? We're like, we're just kind of getting to know each other. Just trying to get easy footage. Oh yeah. And I was like, cause if you guys want to share some stuff, like I'll record it. If everybody's cool with it, I'll record it. Keep everybody fairly anonymous. So no See, if I was there, I'd have been like, no, you need to make, <laughs> if I was like just some of you never met before, I'd be like, Oh, I, I want to tell you the story, but. Can you make my voice anonymous like they do on the cool, just on the cool miniseries? Yeah. So this one time I saw It's the only way it's coming out. You're right. So, yeah, it was cool because, like I said, if everybody's cool with it, I'm going to record this and we'll play the uh, the audio on our next podcast. And, I mean, dude, everybody everybody but one person had a story to, uh, to tell about just weird shit that happened to them. Some people told two stories. So it's really great. So um, You know why that person didn't go... tell you that story. <laughs> right. Because the demon was in the room. Right. Couldn't speak his name. But yeah, that was that was the first really badass part of the weekend was um I've got about a twenty minute uh recording here of just spooky tales that people told us. And I even say it during the recording, it's funny because if you ask somebody like just one on one when you're hanging out, like, hey, you ever seen a ghost, man? You ever seen a UFO? People look at you like you're crazy. Even if even if they have, they're like, Well, I don't want to seem like a nut job, so I'm not gonna say shit. But uh, man, Dobbs got in there first, and you know he told a story about uh, a phantom cat, and I won't spoil any more of it. And then from there, like people just started going in, and it's like, oh yeah, well you know what? This one time this happened to me. This one time that happened to me, and it was it's really great. Hillary shares some stories, Paul, Micah, and you know some of the other folks there. So yeah, um, we'll go ahead and uh, play that first for you guys. And there's gonna be a little bit of background pollution there. Um, because while we were talking, um, you know, Dobbs and I are going in and out the back door, putting more wings on the uh, the grill. We're opening up, you know, coolers. Is that what they call these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put uh, little wings the on the fridge. grill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're opening up the fridge and grabbing some beers. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, I'll go ahead and play that for you guys and let you hear that. And then we'll be back in just a minute. Wait, wait. Now go. Now go. <laughs> <laughs> so the lights are off. <laughs> so, so Hillary and I, we were laying down for the evening, and I felt what 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 I thought was a cat at the end of my bed, because our our big cat Ned, he always jumps up on the end of the bed and does that weird thing where cats it's like they're kneading Making dough or biscuits. something. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing their little circly thing. 
and but I, I didn't feel like that telltale jump up in the weight of the cat at the end of the bed and like like we're both like half asleep I'm like Hillary's it's the fucking cat down at the end of the bed and she goes no and I'm like and then I just look down I'm like there's no cat at the end of the bed what the fuck is happening and it was like a consistent like mm-hmm. you could hear the noise like it was happening we were both like intensely freaked out you were mostly freaked out. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, well, I mean it, it, it was happening to me. I could feel yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, could you could you feel it happening on the bed too? No. No, just me. Yes. Okay. So yeah, there's a short so one. Then, uh, yeah. That was Thanks a lot for backing me up. Right no, out. I mean, yeah. I believe you. Like, if that helps. Ghost cat. Right. Ghost cat happened. It was. It, Ghost it, cat. I mean, it was. It was seriously weird. It was like that paw. I had something. Like, yeah, something similar. Really? Yeah, I had a. I was living in this uh, studio apartment, not the, you know, not the proudest moment of my life, but that's, that's where all I was, right. you know, hey, we gotta do it. Um, we all gotta start somewhere. We gotta start somewhere, that's right. <laughs> Mom's basement's um, whatever. Yeah, it happens. No, there was a, in this apartment, um, I started hearing noises one night coming from like the kitchen area of the apartment, and like they, it sounded like the cabinets were opening and closing. <laughs> I thought, well, that's fucking weird, but I'm probably imagining shit, so I just kind of let it go. Um, being in the studio apartment, you have to keep everything in that one area, so I would keep my bike, literally, I would park my bike in my apartment next to my bed. That's where I put it. That's all right. I woke up uh, one night to the sound of like a big, like, sound like two pipes clanging together next to my head. Woke up. And, um... One of the uh, pedals on the bike was spinning when I woke up. Oh, yeah. really? Oh. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh, no. Nice. It said that doesn't end there. So, oh, yeah. No. I went, I looked over at it, and I was like, okay. And I was laying in, my dog was on the end of my bed. And all of a sudden, I felt the end of my bed sink down like someone sat on it. And my dog got up and fucking bolted. Oh, no shit. And I got up and went, okay, okay. And I was just like, that's, 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 we're not doing this. <laughs> no so, way. Yeah. Weird. That's wild. Uh, yeah. That's creepy. So my uh my cousin lived in a bedroom in the second floor of a house out in the country and she had a cat. And the cat was very much her cat and the cat always slept with her and the cat passed away. Yeah. So one winter evening she woke up to what she thought was the feeling of the cat walking around the bed, similar to what you guys were talking about. Yeah, she yeah. felt the weight, she felt the footprints and everything else. She sat up and she's kinda of half asleep, whatever, and fell back asleep. And then when she woke up the next morning, she's like, oh, shit, I think my cat came to visit me last night in my dream. She walked over to her windowsill, and outside the window in the snow was cat footprints oh, oh, leading away from the window. No way. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. My stuff was mostly just little stuff. There, there'd be doors that would, like, doorknobs would, un, you know, unlatch, and mm-hmm. doors would open up. And there were a couple of hot spots in the house where people would see stuff. Um, particularly at the bottom of the stairs um and there when i was in college i, I always kind of marked it up to me being a little kid and imagining stuff and when i was in college we we're having lunch at my grandma's house and so she was talking about when i was four i broke my leg and i went over and i was in the i was in traction for a month and my mom had oh, wow. stayed with me my grandma went to go stay with my brother and sister because my dad was out of town and so she was talking about how the 
this is this house was built in the 1800s, so there's no heat upstairs. Mm. Um, so they would all, we'd have space heaters in the winter. So she'd go up to check on my brother and sister, and like the space heaters would always be turned off. But she's like super paranoid lady, so she'd have them up to where they couldn't reach them. So, mm. and she's not like the kind of person that would ever talk about that sort of thing. But now going back and talking with my mom, the, a couple of this, the hot spots that we would really avoid. Um, we kind of felt but never talked about. There's another spot in the basement that was where um, we kept like the canned goods. My grandparents would can like a bunch of fruits and canned meat and stuff like that. And so getting sent to the basement to go get a can of cherries or something. Oh yeah. There were for sure a pair of, uh, of dead twins buried in the backyard there at some point because you know, you know, early 1900s, you know. Oh, yeah, you, you mortality rates. Yeah, and, and if yeah. you didn't have to bring somebody to a to a cemetery, and that cost money and stuff, mm-hmm. too. So there's for sure at least two bodies in the backyard. Wowzers. Whoa. Nowadays, you get ticketed for, like, burying a cat in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. Back then, like, your whole family is just behind your house. Mm-hmm. Man, I went over to a... One of my buddy's houses, and we, I lived in a really new neighborhood, so it's not like it was an old house or anything, which is something that's always bothered me, like, like if this wasn't an old house, then how was there, like, someone here? But anyway, so I go over there, and I was the kind of neighbor who, like, we would go knock on each other's doors and mm-hmm. say, like, you want to come play? And I, I was probably nine. So I walk up, and the house was dark, but sometimes they were all in the basement, so I knocked on the door, and I rang the doorbell, and no one came, and I was, like, really wanted to play with someone, and, like, everyone from my family was gone, and... Oh man, like you're a little punchline. So, knocked on the door again, and I had this vibe of like I'm really lonely, and I really like just want like someone to spend time with me. So, knock, 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 and finally I'm like, fuck man, like you want to hang out with me? Like I'm a loser, <laughs> this stupid. <laughs> so like I thought they were hiding from me, which was just like uh-huh. my. You yeah, know, sure. being a little kid, thinking everyone right, hates yeah. me. People so still like, like me. They're yeah, hiding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought everyone was hiding from me. I was like, ah, oh, that's really bullshit. And I was like getting kind of teary and stuff. <sighs> And I looked up, and I was a little teary, so that could play a role in it. But I looked up, and a little girl in a white dress was just, like, tootling along across the gangway. Like, you know what I mean? How in the house is like that. And she was walking, so I was like, oh, my God. Like, there's someone who plays me. So, like, bang, 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 bang. And she didn't look. And I thought that was so weird, because, like, I banged really hard on the window. And I was like, anybody, you know, anyone would look. And so um, she didn't open a door, because I got kind of spooked when she didn't look. So I kind of just, like, turned away. And later, they came over to play with me. And I was like, oh, man, like, I, people actually want to play with me. And I was like, oh, yeah. So they came over to play with me. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, that's really cool that you guys let your cousin, like, hang out at your house. <laughs> I just assumed, you know, like, I was like, yeah. it's neat that, like, your cousin gets to hang out, like, when you guys are gone. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, like, it's like a small Asian woman, like, this big with white dress on. And they're like, yeah, dude, like, we don't have any Asian family members. And like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any female cousins yeah. that are that big. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, like. You know, I don't know. But at the same time, like, I'm a pretty skeptical dude. So, like, I had tears in my eyes. So, like, I don't know. You know, and I was, like, in a really emotional, like, wish I could see someone. So, like, maybe I did that to myself. Or not. I don't know. But maybe their Asian cousin was buried in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I remember very specifically, like, if I, if I was a good artist, like, I could draw a young wow. female. Wow. Like, I know what she looks like. Okay. Yeah. And she was, like, you know, looked modern. Like, uh, you know, how you can kind of tell when you look at someone's face. It wasn't like a Victorian dress or No, like no. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, like a more communion dress or something. Huh. Yeah. 
I was just like, well, that's cool, man. That's your cousin hanging out. That's no Thai family. That's right. Random Asian cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody got anything else they want to share with the class? Sure. Cool. Go for um, it. Go nuts. So, Alan and I are both a little weirded out by our stairs right mm-hmm. here. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You know, like power and numbers or whatever. Right. Yeah, right, okay. right, yeah. And when I'm here alone, I'm weirded out by the kitchen. But it's only because a few weird things have happened in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, noises. Uh, the door to Alan's room down there is often open in the morning. Uh-huh. The lights flipped on. So, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so, this was probably, like, right after we moved in. Like, two months. It wasn't very long. I was taking a nap on the couch in there. And Alan was making some beard balm downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I was almost asleep. Ooh. And I heard this really loud crash in here. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was one of the cats, like, knocking um, knocking something off the counter. You know, they were kittens then. So yeah. it was like, they jumped up, they knocked something over. There's, mm-hmm. like, glass everywhere, whatever. I'm sleeping. It's fine. Right, yeah, it's not yeah. my problem. So like 15. a couple minutes later, uh, Alan comes up, and he was like, did you open that? And I was like, what? What? I'm like, yeah. I'm asleep now. What are you yeah. talking about? This? was wide open and that was the noise it made oh what yeah that right. takes, i gotta uh... do stuff now <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cats were like tiny you know they right, were, right. They yeah, were really little, small huh? kittens interesting yeah. so that was weird that's um, funny alan alan's told me that story a while back oh did he yeah because he okay. heard he yeah. heard that, that's funny to hear it from you it's not funny it's interesting to hear it from you your side of it because that's what he said he was downstairs and he heard the crash and he yeah like, bolted up the stairs like ah yeah it, like and then, you know i bolted up right now yeah. whatever i'm sleeping i don't care oh that's awesome oh i'll fix that <laughs> i'm just he, trying to get him to pop open yeah he's, he's scientifically investigating yeah, that's what, that's what yeah, like. yeah like a kitten's not gonna open that no. you know so then, I'm pushing pretty hard to get it coming out four inches. Five or six That's months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why <laughs> do you have to make it personal? That's good. That's good. So like uh, five or six months ago, we were both in the living room watching TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard something. He always makes fun of me because he's like, "Oh, what'd you hear? Oh, is, is there someone outside with a car? Like, oh, people in car doors. Oh, so scary." So I'm always like, "What is it? You know?" And He's making fun of me. I'm like, no, but listen. He's like, no, it's the ice machine. I was like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Sure. So then I say, that's weird because it sounded a lot like silverware clanking on glass. And then less than a second later, <clears throat> silverware clanked on glass in the sink. And we were sitting on the couch in there and oh, Allie was asleep. Really? And even Alan was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a like, distinct noise. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wowee. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't realize this was the kitchen, the the, 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 kitchen. the pot holder yeah. drawer happened in. I thought that yep. was an old house or something. Nope. And we're sleeping in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have each other. Well, heck yeah, guys. Anybody else got anything they want to share? I've exhausted my resources. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I will stop the recording. Thank you guys so much. What's cool about the podcast is like we started it up mainly because we just talk about weird shit at night. And then what's also cool is like we always thought everybody, honestly, everybody, almost everybody has a weird story. Yeah. Something strange that happens. That's what's fun about like, if you go one on one with somebody, like, hey, what's the weirdest shit that ever happened? They're like, I'm not fucking crazy. Leave me alone. But the more people you get together, the more people you're more comfortable sharing with that. So that's that's really awesome. So, oh yeah, appreciate yeah. it, guys.
And one thing, like, so I've had a menagerie of shit happen to me when I was, like, a child, like, as far as, like, shadow people and, like, Ooh, sleep paralysis and things scary. like that. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, I didn't share all that much with anybody, but then I came across Sean. And uh, <laughs> um, we started to exchange stories, and I was like, holy shit, like, Sean's telling me this story of this encounter when he was at his grandma's house and like I started to get those like goosebumps and that weird sensation those holy shit I'm not the only like, one goosebumps. yeah I'm not the yeah. only one like oh my god and so we started like exchanging stories back and forth and then like maybe like four or five months later I'm sitting on the couch and uh, that uh, paranormal witness that was on like sci-fi mm-hmm. channel that came on and the very first episode which is the best one so if you ever guys go YouTube that it's like season one, episode two, or season one, episode one, and it talks about this lady who is in, uh, is it New Mexico? I think it's New Mexico. It's your story. It's, <laughs> it's New Mexico. I forget. Anyway, so she rents this house, and um, you know she's a single mom. She's got a three-year-old son. She's got a daughter that's you know along its way. She just got divorced from her husband, and. Um, she like is trying to be a nurse, so she has all this shit going on in her life, and she starts to hear in the middle of the night this weird knocking noise in the walls, like somebody's actually dumping pebbles down the wall. And she's like, "What the fuck is that?" So that happens, and time goes by, and the neighbor girl comes next door, and, and they start talking. She's like, "You know, can you help me babysit my son? You know, I got a daughter along the way." So they're like in the kitchen making sandwiches one day and they see this weird light phenomenon happen in the kitchen and they start to take pictures of it. And the cool thing about that show was that when they took the pictures, you actually see the, um, not the 45, but like the the Kodak, that instant picture where you like, you know, you flip it. Polaroid. Polaroid, right? So she's got the Polaroid of this like light phenomenon and they show that and you're like, holy shit, this has to be real, right? And then they go, and they go back to telling the story, and they got the fake actors or whatever, and then, like, the girl's talking about how she's, like, taking the photos, and all of a sudden she sees this fucking old man face. She freaks the fuck out. She's like, oh, my God, it was an old man's face. And they're like, she leaves and never comes back. And then the husband shows up, or the ex-husband shows up, and he's like, you know, Darla, you're just, you're crazy. You're full of shit. There ain't no fucking ghost in this house. And... He's like, oh, God damn it, if there's a fucking ghost in this house, you're going to show me shit right now. You're going to scare the shit out of me, and you're going to make shit happen. And then, like, you know, there's nothing happens, so then he leaves, and then she hears this (laughs) noise again, and she opens up the closet door, and it's like, fuck you, Steve, you will die. Fuck you, Steve, you will die. And she's like, oh, my God. So, you know, time goes by, and, like, more shit starts happening, and she wakes up in the middle of the night. She's, you know, eight months pregnant now, and... Um, she wakes up, she has sleep paralysis, which that's what resonated with me with all my sleep paralysis shit that happened as a kid. And she wakes up and she can't move. And there's this old man on top of her and he's like fucking joking her. She's like, ah, right. So she freaks out. She calls like this paranormal team. And this is like mid eighties and there's not a lot of paranormal teams out there. So they come out and, uh, they're asking her like all these questions and they decide to go up into the attic. They open up the attic and the camera guy gets up there and then the other dude's up there and they're like asking questions. They got all this equipment out, and all of a sudden, like the equipment fades out, the light fades out, and the, you know, he no longer has a flashlight. And he's like, "Jerry, where the fuck you at, Jerry?" And you know, Jerry's not talking. And so the only thing he can think to do is to grab the camera next to his foot. And he's like, 
<laughs> he's taking photos, and then the next, you know, video that they show or the still image that they show is one of the photos, and you see Jerry like hanging from the ceiling in the rafters, like something had tied something around his neck, right? So they're at this point, they're all freaked the fuck out. They're like, "Oh, fuck you, Sally. We're done with this house. <laughs> we ain't ever coming back." So they just get the hell out of Dodge. Well, then, like a couple weeks later. Um, you know, she gets choked again, and, like, shit starts flying across the house, like, weird poltergeist activity. So she calls him back out, and uh, they basically tell her, like, you just need to leave. And then the last part of that episode, you see this old, creepy man face. Like, they shoot up at the attic door, and it's, like, one of those little sliding doors. Mm -hmm. And you see this old man face, and he reaches out his hands, and he, like, pulls it closed. And that's the end of the episode. So I'm watching this, and it's like... I don't know, like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> this really resonates with me. Like, I just talked to this guy about all this paranormal <laughs> activity, and I had all this weird crap happen to me when I was a kid. And then I think back, like, you know, my stepdaughter, she's really into, like, ghost hunters and dildo baggins, what's, uh, ghost adventures. Uh, that, I don't like that guy. Oh, my God. So, I don't like that Zach guy. Baggins. That guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ghost adventures. Like, yeah. I just got cut. They're going to take my shit yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Come at me, bro. Jinko's in affliction. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's up, demons? Yeah. Yeah, what up, demons? your boy. So. I know that guy. I remember watching, like. I remember watching all those shows with her because she was like really into ghosts or being real, right? So I'm like, there has to be a way to prove this. So I've watched all these shows. Um, you know, they have really simple equipment. Like one guy just goes out with the EVP recorder. So I started doing all this crap. I, I was working at another store and they were paying me travel pay to go from Winfield to, you know, Wichita. And I was getting like 80 bucks a day. So I'm like, fuck it. I have extra money. My fucking ex-wife doesn't need to know that I spent $80, $90 on the recorder. And so I bought this digital recorder. And, you know, where I work, there's all these cemeteries around. Like, there's a Catholic cemetery. Then there's, like, this really weird old cemetery uh, where the graves are, like, 1899, 1910, 1920. And then they built this weird, like, housing development around it. And uh, so I started going to these cemeteries. I started, like, you know, asking all these questions, getting all these EVPs back on the recorder. And my uncle, um, his dad had died. And uh, yeah, he's buried in the backyard. Yeah, and so they lived in Augusta. And so uh, I had gone to that cemetery in Augusta. There's like this little Catholic cemetery and like a Methodist cemetery, like both back to back. And uh, so we were going to Augusta to attend the funeral. And we got there and we went to like the luncheon. They're like, all right, guys, the you know, the actual funeral's not going to happen for like another hour. So, guys, hang out in town, just make sure you know you're at the funeral home at like two o'clock. So, my brother, who is Buddhist, right? He's you know we were raised Southern Baptist. There, there's some air quotes going on. Right, <laughs> air quotes going on there. So this guy who's Buddhist, he's got his carpet lumper name, and you know I don't even know what the fuck it is. He's got like some little certificate that says you are Buddhist, right? And uh, he was like, you know, what do, we, what do we do for the next hour? I'm like, all right, dude, listen, I've started this like hobby, and he's like, dude, you're fucking crazy, you're full of shit. This shit's not real. So I'm like, all right, look. We got an hour and a half to kill anyways before the funeral. Throw me a bone here. Let's go to the cemetery. Let me show you what I do. And let's see if we get results. And uh, so we go to the cemetery. And so one thing, whenever I go to like a cemetery or I go to a haunted home, you know, I open it up by saying like, I don't mean to be disrespectful in any way. So any spirits who are in the area who are willing, you know, anybody who wants to step forward and communicate, please feel free to do so at this time. I'm simply just trying to educate myself 
and just have a better understanding of what happens after we die. So if you can leave me any messages whatsoever, whether it's, you know, whether you're in pain, whether you're happy, um, you know, what's going on. If you have a message for a loved one, you know, I will pass that on if you give me enough information. So please step forward and just communicate this at this time. So I go through all that spiel when we're walking around. And I'm like, by the way, this guy next to me, this is my brother. He's Buddhist. He does not believe in, you know, any sort of reincarnation, um, you know, any afterlife. He thinks that uh, you guys cannot communicate with me. And uh, he's ignorant, doesn't mean any disrespect. So I'm sorry if you find this disrespectful, but I am wanting to change him in any way that I can and get him back on this path. So if you could leave me any message whatsoever, um, just step forward and just communicate something. And we go, we go by and we're walking around the cemetery and we're asking questions like, you know, how did you die? What's your favorite color? What year is it? Do you remember what the president is? And then I kind of reiterated, hey, you know, I got this guy with me. This is my brother. He's Buddhist. Uh, you know, he's very bad at religion. You know, he doesn't believe in really in anything. Uh, it's weird because Buddhists believe in reincarnation, right? So you think the afterlife would be all right with him. But he's like, you know, he doesn't believe in spirit communication. So please leave me this message. Anything that's going to just shake his foundation is to let him know that you guys are real. And uh, so the cemetery is on the like, north side of Augusta, which means you have to go down like this country road, four or five miles outside of town, and there's nothing around you. So it's not like, you know, if we were to go out in the backyard, like one of the neighbors could be fucking with us and be like, you know, we're dead. Like, you're not going to be able to pick that up, right? right? Because there's nobody else around you. So it's just me, it's just him, around the middle of the fucking country. And, uh, you know, we're asking these questions. We, we go to the funeral, and, like, a couple days later, I plug the, the recorder into my computer, and I start to download all of it. And I'm going through, like, 30, 40 minutes of recording, and you know, it doesn't seem like I'm getting anything. And then the very last part of it, I, I did the same thing. Like, the last question was, remember, guys, I'm with this guy. He's a jackass. He doesn't mean to be disrespectful, <laughs> but I need something, right? I need something to prove to him that you guys are real. And I get this very distinct male voice, right? Not me, not him. It goes, Christ is dead. All right. Fucking chop that right there. <laughs> you know that to oh him. Hey, you skeptical motherfucker. Explain this. And, and then like a day later, I get this email back. Uh, that's not you. Like, no, dude, you know my voice. You've been my brother for, like, the last, like, 20, 30 years. Like, that's not my voice. <laughs> and he's like, I think we should start a paranormal team. And then <laughs> we've started ghost hunting ever since. So, yeah, that was that was really great. And a big hearty thanks to everybody who shared those stories with us. And like Preston said a minute ago, a big, huge thank you to Micah. Uh, we, were, we were calling him Mohawk Micah at the competition we'll talk about in a bit. But um, I'll go ahead and grab this and show everybody on camera. And Steve, you'll get to see this bad boy um, in the flesh one of these days. But Micah so made some really sick. badass trophies for the beard uh, and mustache competition. And then he just pulls this puppy out and hands it over. And it is basically a 3D... <sighs> That thing replica. is so tight. It's fucking amazing, man. He made this really sweet ass, you know, wooden box. Uh, he has our logo. It's a fucking you know. skull with a microphone. Yeah, our logo it's is so of course you know, the microphone with the skull uh, jaw at the bottom of it. And dude, Mike can knock this thing out of the park. That is um, fucking it is, tight, dude. It is a 3D representation of our logo. It is uh, outstanding. And I will, you know, spoiler alert. Press okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That is the coolest thing in your fucking room. It used to be the pop doll of the Martian. 
<laughs> that takes yeah. the cake. That's badass, dude. It is, dude. Yeah. Um, we gotta have alert. a we have to have to have a top notch top notch trophy for a fucking top notch podcast. So mm. props yeah. to you, Micah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was those kind words and a very awesome gesture yeah. from Micah. And, and, he pro- um, and another thing is he he thought that we record all this in one room, but that's all Sean's hard work on the editing. And I have no problem him holding on to that fucking trophy because he does all the hard ass work, dude. Oh yeah. Well, it that is what he asked because he's like, hey, uh, when you guys record, do you guys record just in like one area? Like, do you have a studio? And I was like, well, you know, we do it remotely, and then I just compile all three tracks together. And he's like, oh, I only made one of these, and like he pulls it out, and we're just like, what the fuck? Whoa! And yeah, and he just had you know just a lot of nice stuff to say. <laughs> right, <laughs> final round. Uh, he just had so much badass stuff and and kind of words to say about the show and. Maybe um, he was thinking like you and I would fight to the death for it. Like, well, I only made one, and there's two of you here, so fucking fight it out, bros. <laughs> he just throws a Bowie knife into the floor of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Blood sport. Uh, Round one. Yeah, like, like I was trying to say earlier, uh, spoiler alert, Preston and I did not win any trophies. Uh, we didn't place first, second, or third in any of the uh, categories. But like this, this thing here, dude. Like this trophy is better than any other trophy there. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. To me, nothing about bad about the other trophies. Yeah. But that is the fucking awesome ass trophy, dude. Yeah, That's I think so maybe to be as bold as to speak for all three of us, you can say your thoughts too. But to me, that is a trophy saying that uh, what we're doing is pretty legitimate, and it gives us validation that you know we have the coolest and most badass fans. Yeah, dude. You know, uh, I- to date. And a lot of that, dude, like, I was telling some friends about that, I, you know, I didn't get to go. And they are like, well, like, how many people if they're listening? I'm like, I don't, it's weird. Like, Bob mm-hmm. has this little group of friends, and then they spread it to their friends. And, like, yeah. they're all in this community together, and it's all about facial hair. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, it's fucking tight. Like, that's cool, man. That's that's so rad. Yeah, it was cool. It, it means a lot to us. It, it, you know, it might be a small gesture. Uh, it's a huge gesture to us. And it's badass. It just, it really says to me, like, we have a lot of badass fans. And, you know, uh, a chunk of those became, you know, good buddies this weekend. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to make meet those people, meet those fans, and, and to make those friends. It's pretty, pretty rad. We but, need um, to think of a really little catchy, quirky name for the listeners. Because that's what a lot of big name <laughs> podcasts do for yeah. the listeners. And it's very, very good. Yeah, because like the Boogie Monster, podcasts. like they call their their listeners like the Bugs or the Boogies, the Boogers, the Boogers. <laughs> they and call them Boogers. Yeah. yeah, mediocre shows, mediocre nation. My yeah. favorite murders, yeah. murderinos. Like yeah. it's, I'm telling bizarre you, states is bizarros. Yeah, we gotta yeah. we gotta think of one, boys. All right, we'll figure something. We have to now. I think yep. we're obligated. <laughs> Maybe like uh, you know we can call them like the Pixels since we're pixelated. The pixels. Yeah. The pixels. Um, we'll we'll keep thinking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, that's a big but, that's so, a big fuck you to press them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you well, guys your pixels. Get out of here. Everybody watch on YouTube. This is why you should watch on YouTube too. Check it out. You see what that is? That is an ET doll that I've had since a kid. And it's hanging and it's hanging from my my chain. So You're ET, a sick, sick man. ET's wearing a chain, man. It's dope. God, yeah, it's a little bit. It's it's just a little peek into our lives. Yeah. Um, so right. so time travel basically like the end of the first night. We end up going to the Museum of Shadows, but let's talk about that last because that's where the real girth is going to come from. This uh, this this meaty sausage. Um, 
we fast forward over to, you know, the next day, Preston and I, um, you know, we made, we got our vest Dobbs, um, provided Preston with a vest and we threw a couple cool pins on that. And I made a little, uh, little modest vest. And I want to give a huge shout out to my neighbor, Mark, the owner of Apple graphics here in Wichita. He actually took my, my denim vest I made. So I would, you know, look the part at this, uh, rock your beard off competition and he put our podcast logo on the back of this thing, and it's what? just it's. I didn't see that. Oh no, shit! You didn't see uh-uh. it. Oh, That's dude, dope. damn! I'm so sorry. I That's would tight, I would show dude. you that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fucking killer. And then, uh, you know, not to sound too much like Sons of Anarchy, but uh, Preston and I got patched into the Omaha Facial Hair Society Club. Oh so, my uh, god! And uh, we are officially I'm glad I didn't go. Uh, we're our, our band. <laughs> our band name is. Uh, Big Dob and the Horny Bastards. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so we, you know, we got up and uh, got our beard style, got dressed, and then we got down to the the bar and helped Dobbs set up and everything. And uh, the Rock Your Beard Off competition, we, uh, I don't, I don't think we could tell. I don't think they've announced officially how much money they raised. They raised a decent chunk of change, and all the proceeds went towards the Moving Veterans Forward, where they rehouse. Uh, you know, homeless veterans and help veterans out so by tired. providing them with, you know, a place to live, furniture, a bed. Pardon me. I've got the burps tonight. Uh, a place to live, a bed, furniture, a TV, dishes, like everything you need, creature comforts to actually, you know, have, you know, a lot of us feel is a, a decent life in a nice living space. So um, unofficially, Steve, I'll, well, no, I'll text you how much they said they raised, but. Cool. Um, I forgot I think, we're streaming on YouTube, and I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Did Dob do really well on his sales there? Um, I think he did all right. Um, yeah. We were we were also uh, privileged enough to meet um, Sean and uh, Jen um, with Gunslinger Soap. Yeah, the soap people. Yeah. Yeah, and so they were pretty rad. I think they did okay. I never really asked him what how much he made uh, or any of that kind of stuff. But I mean, people were swarming the tables, so yeah. that was really great. Cool. He, I saw him post his status uh, about getting they, the shit shipped out they both acted pretty humble about it so like we you know we asked them like hey how'd you guys do and they were just like you know we we did all right we did pretty good like i think they're, they're more excited like, about fuck. Yeah, they're, i think they're more excited about being there yeah. um than, than what they would have made off the sales like they were just happy to be a part of the event and yeah you know, be that in the helped moment, make the so. event happen you know it's tight oh yeah most definitely dude most definitely but yeah so the beard mustache comp there were so many people. They said they doubled the attendance of last year. They were 80, 83, 84 contestants. Well, I mean, when you yeah. bring in the big guns, like Pixlated, I mean, when you bring in Pixel Paranormal, you need to probably rent two. <laughs> Dude, we, we and, bring the heat. And my plug for the show, like, uh, I had no idea what I was saying when I was up there. I'm just like, Hold my hands up in the air like rock and roll, Wichita, and like the yeah, crowd dude. was digging I'll, it. So I'll I'm like, the... bug it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So like, you went up there and and Preston competed with what they call the business beard uh, category, where it's just you know a nice <laughs> a nice short, really well kempt beard. And during the first part of the comp, like they had tons of time to get to know people and say stuff. So um, the the MC of the night, Mark, was so gracious to, you know, Preston went first, his category was first, and he's like, hey, you know, Preston Gillian and blah, blah, blah. And Look you like know Fred what? They, yeah. <laughs> they tell me you got a podcast, man. Tell me about that. And then Preston just delivers the most professional plug for the show. And, <laughs> and you're, you you're said, over there but... sweating like, don't you fuck this up, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no. Yeah. I was, I was, like, it's, it's, I was happy, like, dude, my my partner's up there, and he's, you yeah. know, he's he's gonna deliver the goods. 
Uh, it may have to be censored, but he's going to bring the heat. Oh, it <laughs> probably did need to be censored because I'm like, <laughs> if you guys are into freaky shit and you love yeah. Bigfoot, ghosts, Loch Ness, aliens, conspiracy, and then the crowd was digging it, so I'm like, ah, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, check out you know Pixelated Paranormal, and you know we just love spooky shit, and that find was us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, like it's just really fucking. Great. That was Preston's B Rabbit off of Eight Mile. Right there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I done beat the, I done beat everybody. Yeah. On the top of the world <laughs> he, now. He was definitely, he was definitely our hype man up there, dude. It was, it was pretty fucking rad. But yeah, it was, cool. it was just a hell of a lot of fun. Um, it's and I'm sitting here like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to say? Like he hit. I'm not gonna plug it again. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna think of a weird fact about you know the the beard beer that they made with the uh, the yeast they cultivated off of. Uh, Rogue Brewing Company's Master Brewer's Beard, they actually grew a unique specialized yeast from nine of his beard hairs and cultivated Ooh. that, cultured it. And I was going to say that. Well, I mean, we were so, I think they were a little behind on time because whenever... Some other guy that, comes in there, I want to tell everybody a fact about it. He's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, what do I do now? <laughs> no, like by that by that point, I think they're actually starting to kind of run a little uh, behind on time. So they're playing he the Oscar my name music. Up. He's like, hey, you know where you're from? Wichita, Kansas. Great. How long you grown your beard? Like uh, about four and a half years. It's like awesome. All right, man. We'll go to go by the judges. And I'm like, oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have to say anything. So that's pretty fantastic. But um, yeah, so the, the, the beard comp was awesome. We met a lot of cool people, a lot of uh, great listeners, and. We may have had, I'm not, we, nobody got drunk, um, but we had a couple drinks and it was very fast and furious as far as like who we met. So I forget his name. I forget the uh, the chapter. We met a really badass dude who is one of those, uh, one of the Ghostbusters. So like, I think it's Sioux Falls um, is the beard and they call themselves the Sufu, whatever. And so like they have this really cool like Sufu and then they say something else. And, uh, yeah, he's part of, like, the Ghostbuster. He's, like, uh, really big into Star Wars. Awesome guy. He had a kilt. Uh, he was rocking that. And so uh, he was the one of the guys that got a sticker. So we're like, dude, here's the last sticker. Here you go, bro. Yeah, I, I, I tried to commit this to memory, but he's either part of, like, the 506 or the 605 or the... 606 but it's like that uh, that documentary on um, Netflix about the people who you know do the I don't want to say cosplay if that's a thing. Well, Adam they, does. Yeah, they cosplay Adam. in yeah, they yeah, yeah. just like Adam. He and was they just he, as, he just left Chicago. He's just at Star Wars Celebration. Oh, he no doing doubt. that this weekend, yeah. Oh, He's that's doing, badass, dude. Yeah. Their chapter uh, was up there. Yeah, they uh, they do the cosplaying and going around as Ghostbusters, and it's just it's really badass. Yeah, it's it's really cool, man. So I want to give a yeah. shout out to him. I am so sorry I forgot your name. I was gonna look it up because I thought there was a master roster on the uh, the beard Who mustache uh, app people? that we had to, oh, to register okay. to compete, but I, I couldn't find it, man. So that's my bad. But yeah, a lot of rad people, man. We had so much fun. Met a lot of really cool people. We got to rep the podcast. Uh, people were hitting us up left and right. But what was cool is like meeting Dobbs and we got to meet Micah and we also got to meet Rob Bones like in person, you know, for the first time. And he's a guy that began listening to us and he hit us all up, friended us all on Facebook and everything. Beast. And yeah, dude. And just <laughs> fucking great dude, man. We had so much fun and it's great. Cause like meeting these people, like I was telling you, Steve and, and Preston and I talked about it. Like we hung out for like a day, two days. And I'm like, these are people like, I wish we lived closer cause these are our people. Like these people, we'd be friends with. Hell yeah! Long ass time ago, had we lived a lot closer, you know, just really good dudes. But yeah, man, we got to meet Rob Bones, and we were all mutually excited uh, about that. And um, yeah, so the beard comp was fantastic. They raised a boatload of money, 
And uh, what was fun is we were in and out. You know, people were outside smoking. We were outside just kind of getting some sun before the comp started. And um, Rob Bones shared a story with us because we asked him if he had something fun to share. And so kind of guerrilla style, I just pulled out the phone while we were outdoors. And he told us, uh, you know, another five-minute or so story here about what happened to him once when he was doing some uh, construction and remodeling work. Uh, and so I got to say there's a little more noise pollution in this one. There's a little bit of wind every once in a while. You're going to hear like the bar door shutting and opening behind us and people walking I think by. that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was fun. I love was, seeing – I love hearing stuff like that in, in podcasts. Yeah. And I think it it's was, cool. It was really funny because, like, Rob's like, it's just so weird. Like, I'm, I'm here with the, you guys. I'm used to listening to the show. And he's like, it's, it's just so bizarre, like, putting your faces to, you know, the voices and being right here with you. And I'm thinking, like, it's mutually awesome, too, because, like, we've got fucking fans. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we're getting to meet these people, these, these awesome people. So, yeah, he tells us this really badass story. So let me jump in there and let me plug that real quick. Cool. I think it's just like it's pretty strange to talk with you guys and see you talking. Yeah, I'm just, used to just hearing your voice all the right. time. Like, yeah, this is this. So is now when you go, well, now when you listen to like the future, like you're, that face will. Be yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> right. Two dudes wearing horns. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah so, man. So, it, so tell us so what this happened. happened about, okay, in like '97, oh, and I had a roommate, and his name was Craig. So I was probably about uh, yeah, tw- 19, 20 at the time. And he got contracted out to help make a haunted house. Oh, oh yeah. this, So this was like in July, August. Uh, all right. And this is um, way out. And this would be in southwest Omaha, way out in the sticks, mm-hmm. like on, on the side where there's, there's, there's a bunch of land. And a farmer bought an old farmhouse that was probably like a 19th century farmhouse that was way out in the middle of nowhere and brought it to his farm to turn it into a haunted house. So he contracted my, my roommate Craig and a couple other guys to start you know, doing some demo. Not too much demo because they wanted to keep it keep it kind of like that that look right. but take out the lead obviously and lay in some electricity. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he asked me if I wanted to help and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll help you know, work on the house. So I had gone out there maybe only like once or twice, but to get to the house, um, you would go down a, this dirt road, and I didn't know how to get there until I went with him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And so you, you would go down this dirt road to get to the farm, and so then to get to the farm, you would go down this man-made really kind of dirt road to get there. And it was about a quarter mile to get to the farm, and then there was a little shed, and you have to go into this little shed, and there'd hit a punch clock in there and uh-huh, you would uh-huh. clock in and then you'd keep driving down this road away from the farm where the guy lived to get to the farm that he bought that would be the haunted house so you would drive to get to there and it was a family farmhouse and it had upstairs and downstairs and obviously there was no basement because they had moved it but when you uh walked through there you could you could tell there was a kid's room and there was a, a, a parent's room and so long story short is one morning we were supposed to meet real early about like seven mm-hmm. and i got there real early i'm just i tend to show up real early sometimes. sure yeah, yeah and i got there and it was still kind of dark outside and uh, he obviously he wasn't there yet and i and i'm going down this this road and i go and i punch in at the little shed and i get back in my little honda and it's dark out there mm-hmm. and so and I kind of like it I'm digging it so right, I get out of my right, yeah. car and I walk inside the house and I'm looking around the house 
and you know, and there's a lot of uh, you know, people, guys have their tools out, and there's two by fours out, and there's tarps, and um, it's kind of cool, and it's kind of eerie because it's right, just I mean, right. dead kinda quiet. Twilight, yeah. yeah, it's just dead quiet. And I'm walking around, and it just had this feeling right, in there. Okay, right. you can feel it. You can just feel it. And I didn't. And I didn't feel this when I was like in there during the day. The other times, helping the other guy. So, anyways, so I go upstairs, and I'm walking on upstairs, and then upstairs in the parents' bedroom, there was a bunch of two by four, a bunch of wood on a big blue tarp. Okay, and so I go back down the stairs, and I'm walking around on the first floor. And I hear in the parents' bedroom, like someone grabbed the tarp and was dragging it across. Yeah. And I stopped. I mean, like I, my, I was like a mannequin. Like I, oh. I wasn't even breathing, and I was just absolutely petrified. And then it dragged again. I mean, and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. And then I. Ran right out of there as fast oh, as I no could, shit. and I turned around. And I looked at the house, and they gave me the double birds. I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I got my car. I drove away, oh, no and this way. was before cell phones, and I didn't. I couldn't call my roommate. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm never going back there ever again. Wow. <laughs> For real. So it wasn't like last night where you're like, "Come at me, bro." <laughs> no, not at all. I am never going back. That's awesome. So, so you never went back ever again, oh, huh? So this house oh, really is still a haunted house, and they. Have I have uh, like a legend there of a contractor who was too scared to come back, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that would be me. That's amazing, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah. You never get to hear the actual like story behind the lore. Yeah, yeah. Right, and right. He was too scared. To ever <laughs> yeah, come that, back. that was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're talking about the arm war getting dragged, I'm like, oh yeah. But yeah, so that's that's badass, Rob. Thanks for sharing that, dude. That was <laughs> that's a lot of fun. The uh, the end of that story is really great. The way it kind of wraps up. But um, so yeah, that's just a kind of a quick deal. Huge shout out to Omaha Facial Hair Society, and everybody was there. Gunslinger Soap and uh, with Stephen. Like uh, next year, we got to find a way to get you to go, man. Because yeah, be the beard man. comp itself, dude. Like I'd never thought about competing or going to those things. And like it's it really is a special fucking thing. Like it's a special. So who, who who was the guy that won? Who won? Um, you I can take send a you picture? some. Yeah, yeah there, I've got pictures. There were several people that won in categories. Actually, the guy that we met at the uh, the bar for lunch, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Uh-huh. Kevin was our bartender at Barchin. Uh, whenever we first got there, and then he kind of just decided, like, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to compete too. And then, uh, yeah, he ends up taking second place in the wow. six inches and under category. Yeah. And he's just like, this is crazy. I never believed. <laughs> so yeah, said, he was. Yeah, what, dude. What was the? Uh, okay, so what would what would my beard class finder just dude, full you, hobo? You could probably do like if we got rid of your mustache, we could probably uh-huh. do partial for you because yours That'd is be full cool. enough. You got like some six inch girth going on. We could get you in the partial <laughs> beard, beard category. She said, "Dude, and we can like <laughs> shave your chin. We can give you some mutton chops for the competition, dog." I thought we, about the mutton chops before. I think that'd be tight. Yeah, we're gonna do it. like that fucking dude in Game of Thrones. Is just never mind. I can't spoil that. Yeah, we're gonna do it, dog. <laughs> we're gonna get you the mutton chops. Yeah, Hell yeah, awesome. dude. Yeah, there are so many crazy beards, man. We'll post some photos and Instagram of the people that won, but. I mean, dude, they've got a guy, um, His he had a long red beard, no mustache, and the shit came down, I mean, way past his belt line. Dope. Yeah, and a lot, of the, a lot of the guys there were, like, literally, like, celebrities of the beard world. Like, people, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm chatting, yeah, I'm chatting to so this tight. guy. That'd be so tight. 
<laughs> I'm chatting to the dude, and all of a sudden he's like, "Holy shit! So and so just came in. Look at him!" And like these, these, yeah, it was it was neat, man. To see they it. rolled the red car. He walks in with a cane. Yeah, the, dude, there was takes a guy off his top like hat. He's got a little man. fucking little mustache. No, yeah, uh, oh, there's, there's sh- oh yeah, dude, shit. Holy tons of shit, guy dude! Gray suit, gray vest, gray jacket, top hat, and this big oh curly God. ass mustache, dude. Do not pass out. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's so good. Yeah, but it was all around real badass time, man. It was a lot of fun. That sounds I'd, fun. And here's the thing, like, um, like Preston and I were talking about, out of eighty people who are competing, and then countless others in there. It's got a bit of a biker vibe. We're in a bar, you know, a rock and roll bar. I did not meet, and this is no fluff talk, I did not meet not one single pompous asshole out of the entire group. Like, everybody there was super cool. Hell like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I had no, I didn't know what to expect. And some of these guys are pretty, you know, pretty rough looking dudes. And everybody's just super fucking rad. Everybody's awesome. Like, nobody made you feel like a douche. Well, that picture, place. that picture you posted... Mm-hmm. The other day of you and like what four five years earlier, uh, yeah. Dude, your face yeah. is so baby. That's why I I, that's why I grow this white trash shit. Like <laughs> I, my face is terrible. I am a got a baby face from hell. Oh no! Like <laughs> there's no like I'm telling you. And like I see, I was like, oh look at baby Sean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I found that photo. And I was like, man, that's been about. It's crazy. It's now. weird. Growing it, but you put on the alien shirt and the gold chain. You transport it back to middle school. You're good. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but no, yeah, seriously, like Dobbs, Dobbs told us, like, dude, this is these are, these events are fun. Everybody's really super cool. Everybody's pretty awesome. And he was right, man. Like, there's tons of cool people. Had a, we had an awesome time just chatting to random people, shooting the shit, getting kind of in in depth about beards and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I loved it, man. I but, really left there with a whole different uh, way of looking at things yeah and you know my favorite moment of the night was the uh, picture we grabbed on the couch with little dobbs and her viking beard <laughs> awesome yeah. kids so yeah hillary made uh a little well, let's call her little dobbs i don't want to say her name too much just you know because she's just a little, little, little dobbs, child cute. But little dobbs yeah hillary made a, a really badass uh beard out of yarn and it was it was pretty pretty fantastic so and also, man, like props to Hillary, man. She can make she can make some eggs in the morning that will just blow your your socks off and curl your toes, man. Those eggs were fantastic. And yeah, I don't know. I wanna I wanna get the recipe for that. I should have asked, but there's also something kind of special that maybe I'll just wait till next time we go to Omaha to try. But yeah, yeah, hell, great breakfast. <laughs> Well, should we uh, should we get into it with the uh, the Museum of Shadows? Yeah, fucking let's hit hit it hard. Yeah, dude. So the big deal the first night while we were there is that Dobbs had uh, set up and reserved a uh, a private tour slash ghost hunt at the Museum of Shadows, and the Museum of Shadows is in uh, I'm gonna say Plattsmouth. It could be Plattsmouth. Missouri. Yeah, I think it's Plattsmouth. Plattsmouth. Uh, it's spelled Platt's mouth, but any hoozle. Um, yeah, the dude that owns it, um, he used to be on taps with um, the uh, the ghost hunting show that was really popular over on Sci-Fi Channel. And so he's got this museum, and there's just you know thousands of artifacts there that are have something attached to them. They're haunted, um, they're possessed, whatever. Like nasty and, old railroad spikes, uh, combs. Uh, Dolls, uh, skeletons, clowns. clowns. Oh, dude, there's this 
freaky fucking clown that was hanging from the ceiling that nobody noticed <laughs> till the very end. We're like, what the fuck is that? And it's like Pennywise just like, hello. Yeah, it's lots of lots of interesting stuff. But like our tour is kind of unique because it was all in the dark. Like all you had to see was your phone and then um, cam- uh, your your flashlight. But yeah, that's where we first got to meet uh, Rob was that night, like, we roll up, because he had to meet us at the uh, museum. He wasn't able to make it to the dinner. <laughs> He's, like, inside, sitting in a chair, all creepy in the corner. <laughs> Comes out as tall, buff as Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, so, yeah, we, we roll up, and, uh, you know, walk in the door, and he greets us, and it's just, it's like, you know, like I said, meeting these people, is like meeting people you've known for a long-ass time, but, yes, yeah, so we rolled in, and we're kind of all talking. There's nervous energy, nervous excitement, and, uh, I mean, we're in there for like two minutes, yeah. and then Rob's like, "Are you gonna do one of the sit challenges, man?" And I'm like, "What's a sit challenge?" And he's like, "Oh, you got to go sit in this room in the complete pitch black darkness uh, for ten minutes straight. You can't leave." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah, fuck. we're gonna do it." I'm mean, like, "Are you gonna I'll do, do it, it, Bones?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." And yeah. the, the the funny thing about him is like when we when he like met us there. And we got into the room. He's like, oh, my God, guys, like, this is so surreal. Like, finally, it's like meeting celebrities. Like, I, I can put the names or uh, the faces to the voices. He's like, oh, my God. And then I was just like, all right, do you want a bro hug? Because we'll give you a bro hug real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I just went in for the bro hug, man. That's how I do it. I'm a hugger. So, yeah, and he's like, he's like, you know, do it. And I'm like, yeah, we fucking came this far. Like, yeah, I have to. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I went up there and I was like, you know, let me let me go ahead and get one of these sit challenges She's like, okay, is anybody else wanting to do it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, my co-host is going to do it. So I went ahead and paid for Preston's. And then I was like, hey, Preston, you want to do a sit challenge? Oh, uh, what's that? You got to sit in a room in the dark? Oh, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And I was like, great, I already paid for yours. <laughs> You're just like, oh, well, I guess I'll do one. Fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> it. Ball's yeah, deep so now. We, yeah, so we, we get in there, and everybody gets registered. And we go up, and we sit, uh, you know, we go up to the top of the – well, I guess we're already in the top, sorry. We're on the second floor of this building and the building used to be a, a saloon. It used to be a brothel, like all this cool ass old shit, right? And so, first thing we do, we go in there and we look at Ada, which is like their their real. That's their trophy, so to speak. It is this little doll, and uh, I think that's the picture I sent to you guys about the creepy doll that's in the glass case. And a little history about Ada is, um, I believe the story goes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, a couple moves into a house. And they find this doll, and the doll is super freaking creepy. And so they actually take the doll, and they throw it away in a landfill. And then I want to say, like, two years later, they end up finding the doll at the house again. And I don't remember, like, if they left the house and came back, or, like, the doll just shows up. But something around, like, two years later or whatever, this doll reappears at And the it's house. the spirit of an eight-year-old girl, nine-year-old girl. and they Six-year-old have... girl. Six-year-old girl, yeah, really young. And uh, was she... now, was she from the United States or was she from England? Because the skull... the skull next to her was from a dude from England, so... I think that's just coincidental. Um, okay. I don't think that had much to do with her. I think that's a whole separate entity. But um, she was the... She's haunted... The doll is haunted by the spirit of a six-year-old girl who was beaten to death by her uncle. And what's crazy is when the family finds a doll again, you know, two years later, uh, they get creeped out and they throw it in the trash can by the side of the road. And then they come back later that day and she's out of the trash can and her and she's laying like halfway up the driveway. So any hoozle, they get rid of the doll. The museum now has the doll and she's, you know, they have different things kind of keeping uh, keeping her contained, so to speak. 
and it is said to be the uh, Ada is said to be the most haunted doll uh, in the world, even over Annabelle, mm-hmm. the cool. mysterious, mischievous Annabelle. Now we didn't see her move while we were there. That's one thing they said that you could do. You could take photos, come back up, take other photos, and that occasionally, um, they will see the doll move. And they told this story that like the doll set off the alarm in the museum. Like they didn't have it in a glass case. And like when they came in and like they were checking like why the alarm went off, it looked like the doll had actually crawled like off of the shelf and like had tripped the alarm and was like crawling on the floor. Like they didn't see it crawl on the floor, but the way the doll was positioned, like it was crawling towards something. And so now they keep it in a glass case. And then, like, uh, they did a spirit box where they, they brought that out. And uh, they, the Ovulus, which is this device that has, like, random um, words programmed into it. So, like, a, a spirit can set it off, and then, like, it'll randomly say, like, Tom, Jerry, death, kill, roses. So you can ask questions, and then... <laughs> what um, a random slew of words you put together. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> cartoon, so cartoon, murder, and flowers. So, like, one weird thing is I brought two pieces of equipment with me. I brought my PBS-7, and I brought my EVP recorder. And I put fresh batteries in both. And uh, when I got to the museum, before, everything was working fine. But my PBS-7 would not actually project the audio over its speaker so the only way i could hear out of it was plugging it in and then the evp recorder i put the batteries in it the fucking thing wouldn't even come on and so i was like i'm sitting there i'm like pissed because i'm like damn it this fucking thing had worked like a month earlier and i'm like my goddamn kid probably like screwed it up because it was sitting in his room and side note on the way home um, we're in the car, we're driving back to Wichita and I'm digging through my ghost bag and I, I find another pack of batteries. So when I went to the store, I bought a pack of double A's and I bought a pack of triple A's and the night of the, of the, the tour, I put, opened up a pack of the triple A's and put everything in and the fucking EVP didn't work. When I open up the bag in the car, I have another pack of triple A's that wasn't there. I'm like, wait, this should be double A's. Put them into the car and turned it on, and it actually worked. And Sean's just sitting there laughing, like, that's, that's great, man. It's funny. I'm like, no, this is not great because the equipment wasn't fucking working when I needed it to. Mm-hmm. But um, when when I had my spirit box on and they were like asking questions, like I couldn't hear anything, and um, like because I, I break the antenna off so I don't get like actual radio interference that way I feel like if something does come through it's more genuine um, but we didn't hear anything while we were up there I didn't hear anything while I was up there and we yeah, didn't no, not really yeah we didn't see it move so well we uh we kind of look around up top do a fair bit of talking about like Ada some of the other artifacts up there and then we make our way downstairs to kind of like the unfinished basement area which is like you know the second half or the second third of the museum that you can kind of go to and we go down the staircase and it's like an l-shaped staircase and it goes down to the bottom and they put this little um energy reader you know sensor down there and they're like okay if this thing lights up red that means nothing's around green means some activity and if it's blue that means like something is sitting right on top of this fucking machine and so, like, immediately they turn it on, and a few minutes later, like, this thing is just going nuts. It's, like, blue, like, chirping, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's, like, solid blue going, dee, 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 dee. like, so something 
you know, may have been yeah. down there with us. But... And it stayed blue like the whole entire time. So, yeah, it was it was really weird. It wasn't responding mm-hmm. to the old like, you know, beep twice for yes, beep once for no kind of shit. But that sounds like, so cool. We're, we're walking around the basement like and like there's more artifacts. And the rule is like in the very beginning, I should have said this. You do not touch anything in the museum. Some things are like behind an actual like glass and cases. Some things are just laying out on a shelf. But the rule is you don't touch anything. Most of them are like that though, right? Yeah, and I mean like, dual dual purpose. You know, don't touch yeah. anything. So don't break our shit. And also like don't go home with you know uh, something fucking attached demon. To you. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, what's cool too is they do have a TV show coming out on TLC this summer. And so they've got like hundreds. I think he said like five hundred cameras rigged throughout this museum, just trying to catch anything paranormal. Oh, they're going to film that? They're filming stuff there for that show? I th- yeah, he didn't really go into too much detail, of course, because, you know, they want you to watch the show. But they've got, you know, microphones rigged up everywhere to catch audio and video. Both during two, Yeah, both during tours and afterwards. And what was pretty cool was, like, we're walking through there, and you'd hear a weird noise that you couldn't explain. He'd be like, okay, uh, you know, I, guess I need you guys to pull audio from, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, pull video from this. Like, the dude's on it, like. It's it's, wow. it's Nate and it's his wife. She's a medium. And then like I, what I would say, like his two staff, um, a guy with uh, dark hair and the blonde girl. Um, and they're together. They're kind of going around like, you know, running the EVP and the um, the EMP machine on stuff. seeing if they get any readings. And we're all kind of down there. Like we've got our phones out taking photos and shit like that. And like I said, it's all pitch black. And so when you're talking about Ouija boards, I got to send you these pictures real quick because, dude, they had Ouija boards for out the days. ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there are some Ouija boards there. And so it's pitch it's pitch black. I take a few photos of Ouija boards and I'm like, shit. I say, dude, Bones, get over here, man, and let's get a photo of me and you and Preston together to celebrate the occasion. And so I do like the backwards selfie, but it's pitch black. And this photo's hilarious because like Rob's ready for it. Preston's making a goofy face. And I have the classic dad, how's this thing work face going? So if you get that, like I sent you a couple yeah, pictures of the Ouija it. boards, yeah. and then my dumb ass is like, huh? <laughs> Shit out of Ouija boards, dude. Yeah, dude, creepy tons fucking of Ouija doll boards. there. Yeah, uh, and that's only like a like a half of what they had there on the wall. But like, it was it was fun. We're walking around the basement, and like towards the back corner of the basement, there's like an old old school like uh, wheel wheelchair. And I keep hearing like every time my back's to this wheelchair, um, I keep hearing like this weird like scratching and like dragging noise. Like something's like kind of like you know scuttling across the floor or getting dragged across the floor, and a lot of people. This is what's weird too. A lot of people down there were reporting that they were seeing what they thought was like a silhouette of a form, like a shadow person, like off to the side, or like you'd be looking and it's real dark and you'd barely catch a glimpse of it. And as soon as you hold your shadow, you know your your camera up, it'd be gone. Mm-hmm. So like I saw that a few times, and there was one time like I was I had my back to the wheelchair corner. And I hear something moving around and I turn around and look and I see a person like in the in the shadow and in the flashes of people's, you know, cameras going off and shit like that. And I thought it was Hillary. And then I turn around and I look back over and then she's just walking into my periphery then. And I'm like, hey, were you just standing over here? Like I almost ran into you. And she's like, what? No, I, I've been over there. I'm like, no, I just saw you right here. And she's like, no, it wasn't me. So, like, I kept seeing, like, some weird shit while I was there, too. And, I mean, a lot of people were saying they were seeing, like, the shadow form. But um, they also had this really cool doll called, was it called Demas? It was, and I got uh, a good story that ties in with your story about it. So, I'll let you tell well, you, your... You, you started off first. Demas, I'll send you a picture of this shit, Steve. Demas is, like, this little, like, rag doll that's in a case that's inside of a case. 
Yeah. Yeah. So Preston, you talk about it because you actually saw this thing before I did. I, I did. And so, so one thing when we got down there, like they, they talked about time and time again, they said, okay, guys, you need to be respectful of all the things that are down here because there are entities attached. Like they gave the basement, like the fifth parallel or like the, the fifth dimension. They had like a weird name for it because everything was possessed. And they said, okay, when you go down there, like, don't be that guy that's, like, out loud, like, you know, fuck you, demon, like, you know, come at me, like, do whatever you can, like, show me some shit. Because if you're disrespectful like that, like, these these entities can't attach to you, um, and they can't harm you, so just be respectful. And so, like, everybody else is, like, kind of walking around the basement, checking out all the different artifacts, and I'm standing up against this glass that... You know, I'm looking at this creepy ass doll and it's supposed to be possessed by this demon. And, you know, I've been told or I've read that you can also communicate to these things telepathically. So as I'm just staring into this case, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, you little demon bitch. Like, come on, come at me. Like, show me what you got. And I'm just like really staring intently at it. Well, they had an Oculus device in front of this case. And so as I'm sitting there taunting this doll, the first word that pops up is enemy. Everybody turns around and they're like, wait, what did it just say? I'm like, um, enemy. And then the guy's like, oh, that's, that's, that's cool, man. And then he starts to talk about like another artifact down there where somebody had got murdered or somebody had died somehow. And I'm like looking at this case and I'm thinking to myself, all right, if this is real, like, go ahead, tell me, tell me how this person died. And then the next word was ledge. And, um, I'm like, all right, give me more, give me more, give me more. And then I think it either said stop or it said quit. And then somebody had taken a picture. And when they took the picture and the flash went off, the room lit up And there's this doll with like these bright burning eyes, like just glowing orange. And I said, Sean, Sean, come over here. Sean, take a picture. So then Sean took that picture and I think he just sent it to you. And Steve, Mm -hmm. look at the color of the eyes on that. And then then when Sean took that picture, it said. Uh, The fucking little Ovilist 3 thing, the word run popped up on the screen as soon as I because like, okay, go back real quick. You're talking like you're doing this shit. I don't know what you're doing. And you're like, Sean, take a picture of this thing quick. And I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, it looks like a fucking chocolate starfish. And so I take my camera out and I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, whatever. And I snap the picture and it lights up. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. And as soon as I think that, I look down and that thing flashes up the word run. Yeah. And we both go, we both go, ho! (laughs) Read the, read the, 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 what Demas is like the so yeah I won't I yeah. won't go too 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 into detail because I, I don't want to spoil all this shit oh, and you're okay. not supposed to take a lot of photos while you're there because a lot of this yeah. is considered copyright because of you know TLC but the gist of Demas this doll is a woman finds her buried in the backyard the lady takes the doll and displays it in her house and then a lot of weird shit goes on uh, like why would you ever do that oh I know yeah <laughs> like, <so creepy. laughs> it's a like horror movie one hundred and one. So, yeah, it's said that, you know, she she reported hearing strange grunting noises coming from this doll. Uh, people had seen it kind of moving around a little bit. And uh, also some chanting um, has been heard near and around that doll as well. Some unexplainable chanting. And so in big, bold letters on this thing's label, because everything's labeled in that museum, it says, uh, use extreme caution. 
And Preston's there trying to taunt it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Preston's just sitting there poking this, you know, poking that bear. bear. Yeah, you dummy. But yeah, so that part (laughs) was pretty cool. And so, okay, great. This is this is the crescendo of this entire story, guys. So there's one, there's a rule you can take photos, but they don't want you getting up and taking a photo of every single document and everything, single thing in the actual museum because of copyrights. There's this little kind of walled off room. It's about the size of like somebody's bathroom. It's not much bigger, Steve, than your bathroom downstairs uh, without the bathtub and the sink. It's a fairly small Mm. room. And you go into it and they're like, there are absolutely zero pictures taken in this room. And I forget what they called it. But like walking into it, you got to walk across, of course, you know, the threshold of, of salt across the bottom of it. And yeah. it's pretty much we call it the demon room. It might be called the demon room or the something had a really funky name. But in this room, you walk in the doorway and then when you turn to your right, there's an old wooden table kind of like built into the wall. All sorts of artifacts hanging up like an old like voodoo masks, uh, Ouija board, all this shit. A cauldron a... that human sacrifices took place in, like they had like severed oh, hands yeah. and like weird shit in it. Yeah, they would put body parts in there and boil them up to you know get the skin melted off of them, and then use that for like you know uh, cannibalism and shit like that. This is my favorite room. Go yeah. on. Yeah, and um, what's what's interesting is he said, you know, we have artifacts in here. This is a very special area. Um, this is the demon room, and basically there are demonic entities and very well known demons attached to some of the uh, artifacts we have. Like the cauldron was, I believe it was Azazel yeah. who was attached to this cauldron. And um, the demon Malefice, I want to say Malefice is second command to Satan. Yep. And it, it is a bird, uh, a bird demon, a demon like a bird's head or whatever. In Castlevania, actually, they feature Malefice a lot. And he controls swarms of angry dead crows. Nerd. Nerd. But, Nerd uh, yeah. alert. Uh, Malphus is down there. People have people have said while they're in the basement, they have seen Baphomet, you know, world famous Baphomet. Um, they've seen entities with horns, and they had some pretty cool, you know, blurry photos yeah. of like shapes that look like something with like you know horned heads. People have reported seeing entities like male entities with horns with breasts, and that's yeah. uh, that's that's Baphomet. No, uh, he talked. Hmm? I want to interrupt real quick. So when we're when he's discussing like all the items and the artifacts. So he's in the corner, and Sean and I are, like, standing next to him, mm-hmm. and there is a hole in the wall. Like, there's, like, a little, like, concrete step, and you go up, and there's another room. Like an old dirt room, like unfinished dirt room. Yeah, and that's what they call it. They call it the dirt pit. And um, so, but I didn't know that anything was in there. I just, like, it, it when we were standing next to it, it literally looked like this big black hole. Like it was like super dark. And, and it's chained I, off. It has a chain across it saying yeah. do not enter. And I kept you getting know. like wow. this creepy vibe. And so my spirit box has like a blue LED light. So you can see like what stations it's cycling through. So I kind of mm-hmm. like shine it up while he's talking so I can kind of see in there. And, you know, there's like a, a wooden staircase that leads up to somewhere and then there's like a dirt floor and then there's another hole in the wall and that hole in the wall is boarded off by like this silvery reflective material. Like they just put up like drywall and the drywall has like a silver backing to it mm-hmm. and that's going to come into play later. Um, but I, w- I just wanted to mention real quick that at this time when we're in talking with this guy about all these artifacts, 
that before I shined the light into it, it just looked like a black hole. Like it just looked super dark. You couldn't see yeah, anything. Like an abyss. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, we were in there talking and he's mentioning, you know, like all the demons, uh, Azazel and um, Malefice and Baphomet. I think he mentioned Beelzebub as well. But, you know, we kind of talked to him a little bit about that kind of stuff. And he's like, guys, I just, and he kept saying, please don't touch anything in here. This is like, this is the super, you know, like this is the very dangerous room. If you touch something, if you bump something, we're not going to be upset, but you have to tell us because they have a big, uh, like ceremonial, like church bowl, ornamental bowl outside of the room. And it had, um, holy water in it. And it was designed basically like to wash off anything that, uh, that you might've touched. So that's, that's, you know, you could say that's how serious this shit was. So like we're in there talking and, you know, it's, it's a pretty serious conversation. And then he's like, oh yeah. So while we, you know, while they're excavating this room and everything, we also found that on the floor, there are two pentagrams drawn on the floor. And immediately I'm like, I'm reacting the way you would if you were in a room full of dog shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just like, oh God. And I shine my camera phone down there and take a picture. And I'm like, yep. Standing right in the center of that. And Preston audibly celebrated. Yeah. I bet. I like, finally got you in a pentagram. And he's like, damn it. My whole yeah. life. And I just, I yeah. just, I just go, damn it. You know what? I've, I had that, that just ended my record. And they're like, what's your record? And I'm like, I've gone 34 years without setting foot in a pentagram. And then he looks over. If I was there, he looks over at me and I'm in the pentagram. And I'm drinking almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's funny. And then yeah, so oh, Nate, the, the owner guy, he shines his flashlight down and like, yep, I'm both I'm both foot in this pentagram, and he's like, Yeah, you're standing in it. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that place sounds the, insane. The, the funny part, man, like we're having a pretty serious conversation because we're we're hitting this dude with all sorts of questions. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm not I, I want to ask you a serious question. I'm not trying to, you know, poo-poo on this kind of stuff, but I know that there are artifacts for a fact, in other places in the U.S. that Azazel is attached to, that Malefice is supposed to be possessing. How is it possible that these entities can attach themselves to multiple items? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, basically, yes, you can. You can think of they can attach themselves to anything they want. And I said, okay, so loosely, to kind of make an analogy, is kind of like the the Harry Potter, the Horcruxes, different, you know, di- they can be attached to different items and stuff like that. And yeah. Said, yeah, essentially, that's the way to think of it is they're kind of, you know, maybe a portal of some type that they're attached to for what an anchor or whatever. But they just bounce between they're like, well, this goes between each each item. They're like, well, let's see what this cage is up to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And he's like, yeah, I mean, they technically it could attach itself to anything. You could be walking through a house yeah. and you could, you know, step in the uh, step in, into something or kick something and all of a sudden you have an, an entity attached to your boot. It's, it's kind of like thinking like, of it as like the so the demon has like a master walkie-talkie and then each one of these items that it's supposedly connected to is the other end of that walkie-talkie that they can just kind of dial in and communicate through. So. Right, right, right. Makes sense. But we're having we're having a serious conversation and it's it's me, it's Preston, it's Hillary, it's Alan. I think Paul's in there. Um, somebody else is in there. Rob Bones is in there. And like, we're having a serious conversation and the best part of the night in the middle of the conversation in like this one little dead, dead silent spot you hear. Oh my God. And we're all like, we have like a half a second to be like, oh. <laughs> and they just hear, you hear Rob go, yeah, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because like the guy was like being super serious, like, like on point, I know my shit. Like yeah. I'm the big dog We're in the impressed room. By what he's saying, yeah. demonologist, and then all of a sudden it's, 
<laughs> yeah, oh my God. yeah, I farted. Just took the wind <laughs> out of his sails. But you know what? Fucking, fucking props to to Rob because like he owned that shit. Pun intended. Like, there's no way around it. He's just like, yeah, I farted. <laughs> it, was the, it was the best. It was you, me. It was you could, me. Yeah, you could. You couldn't plan that any better. You couldn't have written that script. You know, like it was just so perfect. But so we kind of we all were in there talking, and it was kind of weird because while we were in there doing our thing, we hear from outside of the you know we're in the little room outside of us we hear like a female disembodied voice go, ah. And like we all stop, we're like, "Whoa, did you hear that?" And he hollered out, "He's like, hey, did you guys hear that? Who made that noise?" And they're like, Rob's "No, like, we... it was me. I farted again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, "No, we heard it too. We thought it was you guys." So that's one of those deals where he's like, "Okay, pull audio from such and such, blah blah, and such and such, blah blah." So that was kind of cool. And I'm like, "Okay, great. If this is the end, if this is what happens. We hear a disembodied voice and see some shadow people, and that's fine. Whatever." So. We go back upstairs and there's about 40 minutes left or no, there's about an hour left. So we go, we go uh, kind of out and around to the back of the building and go up and kind of tour what used to be the brothel. And there's like apartment rooms and stuff like they're like, you know, landing rooms, kind of like uh, big living rooms where they would entertain yeah. their guests and get to know them and shit like that. And they keep talking about you go up the stairs and the brothel's kind of upstairs. It must be like the, the third story of the building or what have you. Um, they're like, yeah, down this real long, creepy hallway. If you turn back around, you can see the shadow man. And there's a man who will be standing in the doorway, and sometimes you'll see him, and he'll disappear on the edge of the door. And then he'll peek around the corner, and you can kind of see his head looking at you, and like he likes to kind of like play with people and mess with people. And you should talk about you should talk about what happens next. Okay, so you know we 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 are doing that, and so that that hallway though, like when you get to like the doorway, you're going down the 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 set of stairs. There, it's it's under construction, so it's like they're trying to fix it up, and so there's a whole bunch of shit in the way of that, that doorway. And when you're looking at it, um, the light is filtering through all the windows. So if you're staring hard mm-hmm. enough, like the, it, I think it's a trick of light is what it is. Like you could, your eyes are trying to adjust. So it's pulling stuff in, right. You know, it's pulling stuff in. So you could easily mistaken that for like seeing a shadow person or seeing like a ghost and so we were like, well, let's have somebody go stand by that, that doorway and see how it looks. And then they're like, uh, you know, let's go down here. Let's go to the hall. Let's, let's go check out, uh, you know, the, the two little apartments where like somebody died and we're doing all that. And, uh, they're like, oh, well, well, you know, you guys, uh, we got to hurry up cause you guys only get like maybe like 30 minutes left. And Dobbs kept talking to the lady, the psychic lady. And so I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to go back out into this hallway. I'm going to see what I see. And so I'm like halfway down and I'm staring intently at this door frame. And all of a sudden I hear this, come at me, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? And then all of a sudden I turn around and there is Bonesy running down the hallway and he didn't know I was down there. So then he's like, oh God. Uh, oh man, sorry. I was just trying to scare the shit out of that ghost, man. And I was just oh like, my god! Well, I saw I saw his I saw his post on your Facebook or Instagram. He's like, 
yep, went there. It was pretty cool. Didn't experience anything. Like, you know, he's like, oh, I didn't, yeah, there, yeah. I wasn't there for me or whatever. I could see him doing that. Come at me, bro. Just charging down there. Yeah. Oh, here's like, here's a guy. Here's here's a guy who gets scared out of a haunted house. Like when he's er- <laughs> like younger, he's like, nope, fuck that. I ain't going back. And then like we're in a haunted museum. And he's like, come at me, bro. Going to get old Zach Baggins on you. <laughs> we love you, Bonesy. <laughs> Oh man, we were probably one of the best groups and one of the most annoying groups because yeah. I mean, we were we were having some fun while we were there too. But yeah, that shit was that shit was hilarious, man. When he did that, but so we fast forward towards the end of the night. Uh, we got about half an hour left, about probably about forty five minutes, and they're like, "Okay, guys," and they have like this te- this big you know flat screen TV on the wall, and it's got four separate cameras, you know, from different angles. Two cameras, I think, are outside. Two or three cameras are outside of the in the big basement. And then there's one camera that's shining down on the stool that's in the middle of the demon room. And you can choose between four different rooms where you're going to do your sit challenge for 10 minutes. And when we went down there and we got signed up, they're like, okay, hey, what, do you know what room you want? Do you want us to tell you what kind of rooms we have? And I was like, well, what's the worst one? And they're like, are you sure you want that one? I was like, yeah, whatever the worst one is, I want that one. Because I, I didn't come here just to do this, you know, halfway. And they're like, well, okay, that's going to be the the blah, blah room. That's what we call the demon room. And I just go, oh, fuck. Yep. Well, put me in that one, I guess. We all yep. up, we all do the demon room, actually. But so we're up there chatting. And they're like, OK, guys, we're going to go ahead and go down. And uh, Sean, you're first up. And I'm not going to lie. I'm like, oh, oh, first, huh? <laughs> so we go down there and like I always carry a pretty sweet little pocket knife on me. And this I've got a bigger, a bigger, batter one now that I carry. So we go downstairs and the dude lead me down. He's like, yeah, you got any questions? And I'm like, no, I'm pretty good, man. Like, I, I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. And He's like, just remember, don't touch anything, whatever. If you if you get scared, they give you like a little flashlight. And they're like, if you get scared, flash that light a bunch of times with the camera, and that tells us to bail you out. Like, if something happens, you can't take it. We're going to bail you out. Um, so they can't hear what you're hearing or seeing? Or um, not really. There's not much audio, if any audio. Um, there's just a bunch of, like, you know, infrared cameras. So, like, uh, we, mm-hmm. we go in there. It's pitch black. They can see you. Well, I saw the pictures that, yeah. that they somebody posted of you sitting in the chair. Yeah. And like so, I I wore I I I haven't worn this. I used to wear a cross. I wore a cross for 19 years, and I finally took it off in the last year or so. But going there, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pull the old uh, the superstition card, and I put my uh, my Saint Sebastian uh, you know pendant on that. I wore my cross, my Saint Sebastian down there. So he's like, any questions? And I kind of like felt my necklace, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Here, take this. And I gave him my pocket knife, and he's like, what's this for? And I'm like. Yeah, I'm in a room full of, you know, at least four of, you know, Satan's most closest demons. I think it's best if you take this with you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. And he's like, well, in this room, especially in this room, if you get scared, don't stand up and start running around. Just flash the light will come down, but stay seated. Do not touch anything in this room. So I'm like, right, that's cool, whatever. You know, I'm a badass. And then the guy turns I the light off. I got this, bro. Yeah, the guy turns the light off and goes upstairs. And by God, my heart's just in my neck. Just boom, 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 boom. Wow. And I'm sitting there and like your thoughts start getting to you. And I'm like, nope, you're here. You can't puss out because on the way down the stairs, I heard fucking Preston run up to Bonesy and like, all right, man. So, you know, we're going to start placing bets on how long he stays down there before he pusses out. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shit, <laughs> talking about Demon House. Ten fucking dollars. Yeah. And I'm sitting down there like I'm not doing it. I'm going to stay here this whole 10 minutes. And so I'm doing the shit Preston did, you know, unbeknownst to me. And I'm thinking like, OK, this is why we're here. Came to do this shit. Uh, I'm not going to provoke anything, but, you know, if there's anything down here, you know, you know, show you, like, do something. I'm here. Let's do this. And over on this old-ass wooden table, 
I start hearing like the fucking relics. I, I swear to you, shit's moving around this table. I can hear stuff like kind of vibrating, rattling. I hear shit kind of getting shuffled around a little bit here, a little bit there. And I'm about to throw up my fucking heart. Like it is pounding in my throat and I'm getting real nervous. So I'm sitting there still the whole time. And it's funny because they're all like, when I was done, they're like, you didn't move. You sat so still. Like we were worried. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was just trying to be real still, you know, making sure like, you know, trying to be attention. <laughs> I was fucking, no, I was, I was petrified. You were, yeah, you were like fucking petrified, scared dude. Yeah, stiff. I'm like, nope, I'm not even, I'm not even going to budge because if I even like move my elbow, I'm going to touch a fucking ghost. So, yeah, <laughs> holy shit. And I'm sitting intense. there and like, you look ahead to where that little that dirt room was that he was talking about. And you're in a room that's pitch black. There is a tiny little spot on the wall, maybe three foot by three foot of a very, very faint light. So something, some light source is shining down on this, on this wall. So you can see it. And it's kind of by that old, like walled off, um, that walled off part of wall by that wooden staircase that we don't know what yeah. it goes up to. So I'm watching this and I'm, I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm trying to stay relaxed. And all of a sudden, you know, I hear like a little like shuffling on the, t- on the table and immediately I think to myself, like, fuck, that cauldron, that's got a Zazel in it. He mentioned Malphus. Like, there's some serious shit down here. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, like, I'm not here. I'm not here to, you know, make fun of anything. I'm just here to learn and see what happens. And then all of a sudden, I swear, and this, I get goosebumps thinking about it. it the room becomes darker than dark. Like, it's pitch black. It becomes, like, a lack of light. Like, it's just a void. And I mm. feel and I see barely, I can barely see at least five, maybe seven forms rush at me. It's like anime style. Like I'm standing here and then like seven what people, the just, fuck, people just, vroom, just rush towards you. You can almost feel the air hit you as they stop. And I'm not, I'm fucking holding my breath and I'm like, oh God, oh God. And you feel you like flash you, that light. Yeah. No, fuck. No, I didn't. I uh, wanted to, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I kind of forgot I was holding the flashlight <laughs> and I'm sitting there and like, okay, all right. And then, so I'm, I'm getting kind of ballsy and I'm like, okay, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. And so I say to my, I say out loud and it's like, it's not like, who are you? You know, all badass. I'm like, who, who are you? <laughs> and then I get, I get my balls back and I'm like, you know, what, what is your name? How many are you? Why are you? Who are you? And I'm asking these questions every once in a while. And at some point, they go away. Like, the, the presence kind of goes away. And I'm down there for about six minutes. <laughs> right. Because I, I hear these fucking noises and shit. But then, out of nowhere, I hear I hear what I think is the sound in that back corner on that outside room of me. It sounds like somebody takes, like, an empty plastic container and starts banging it on the floor. And it's almost a sound that you could attribute or you could maybe kind of make an analogy to of somebody taking like a pill bottle with like a script, like an empty pill bottle and throwing it across the floor. I say out loud, who are you? I think is what I said. Who are you? And then I hear that noise a few seconds later. All right. And I've not listened to this yet. This is brand new fresh for me. So I'm going to listen to it now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, hit it. Okay. Who are you? Bruh, what the fuck? Right, right. Hold on, it's still good. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you?
Wow, dude, that's crazy. It and does that, sound like a pill bottle. It's to me, it sounds like a pill bottle or somebody taking like a plastic ashtray and they're like tapping, like tap, 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 tap. Yeah, it's and so, so weird. Yeah, so I played it four times in a row. I tried to isolate the audio a couple different ways just to make it more. Wait, clear. is that any kind of Morse code? I don't know Morse code. Don't so. know me neither. Um, but Preston, you're 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 a Mason. Do you guys know Morse codes? <laughs> <laughs> I know SOS, and that's about it. So yeah. I don't think that's SOS, but uh, fuck it. Let's let's uh, do some research on Morse code. <laughs> That'd be funny if it was like F you. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die. <laughs> that happens between six and a half, seven minutes down there, because I've got my audio. They, they encourage you to leave your audio out to record. And so nothing else happens after that. Little Oh, so one more fucking weird thing happened. I don't, I got to listen to audio again. I'm sitting there on this old-ass wooden stool, right? Because you're sitting on this old-ass wooden stool. And all of a sudden behind me, um, and you can hear pipes creaking. You can hear water flushing down the water pipes. You can hear the furnace kicking on and off. Like, all that shit happens. You identify what that is really quick. But I'm sitting on this old-ass wooden stool. And all of a sudden I hear the stool, the wood of this old-ass stool I'm sitting on start to go, like, like creak and pop. And it almost sounds like something heavy is on the stool, and that wood is, like, cracking and making splintering noises behind me and i feel ever so slightly a little bit of pressure on my belt pushing me forward as i feel and as i hear this old wood cracking behind me so anyway uh lights come i hear the guy coming down the stairs lights come on he's like hey you good i'm like yeah great fucking thank god it's been 10 minutes and so i i go back upstairs and how long did that 10 minutes feel like it it feels Uh, like longer than 10 but here's the thing so when sean got out of the room it was my turn to go into the room and we did not have any time to exchange mm. what we saw, what he saw. So it's boom, Sean, boom, me, boom, Dodd, you know, boom, Bones. Good. So there, there's there's yeah. really not a lot of time to discuss what everybody saw. So, like, I don't know, like, what Sean experienced, so I'm just automatically going in there. I like yeah. it that way, though. Yeah. It, it, it was very beneficial. Be, oh, At least, if, if for nothing else, it was the best for Presto and I. Because as I'm telling them what I experienced, you know, Dobbs and Rob are both in the room, so they could hear it. But I told the lady, I'm like, so let me ask you this. I said, you know, first of all, I heard a weird noise. And they're like, what did you hear? And they're excited. They're like, what did you hear? And I'm like, it sounded like someone, like, banging on a plastic container. Somebody dropped, like, a plastic container. And they're like, no, but we know what you're talking about because we heard it all the way up here. And I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah. And then one of the girls got kind of quiet. And she's like, people people comment that they have heard hooves down there, like the hooves Krampus. of horses. And I'm like, well, I mean, it sounded like hooves in a way, but the, the cadence is off. It's not something like walking. It's like a scuttle or like a tap, 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 yeah. tap, tap. And so they're like, yeah, it's interesting. People hear that off and on down there. And they attribute that to maybe being a hoof. And I'm like, well, that's really weird. And I said, so, okay, tell me this. I said, that old wooden bench I was sitting on, how old is that thing? Because, like, I know a 100 people have sat on it. It's got to be an old wooden bench. And then the girl, like, the, the medium girl, she's looking at me. She's like, what are you talking about? There's no wooden bench down there. And I'm like, no, no, no. I heard things kind of, like, you know, moving around the table. I heard the table creak a couple times. But that old wood bench I'm sitting on, that thing started splintering, like, cracking. And she's like, no, you're sitting on this. And it's like one of those old stools you sit on like when you're trying shoes on it's got a metal frame and a hard plastic bench wow. on top of it dun, dun, and i'm like dun. yeah and i'm like no i was sitting on a wooden bench and so she shows me the infrared camera and i'm like oh shit so 
Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Press, did you have anything weird happen to you in there? Yeah, so, um, you know, Sean got out. I got him. And uh, I'm, you know, sitting in there. have my audio on. And, you know, I, uh, I reviewed my audio. I didn't get anything. But, um, you know, I'm sitting there. And, uh, you know, the lights go off. And the... Uh, two minutes in maybe the the furnace behind me kicks on so my ass side of me is fucking like red hot because i can get all the heat of that furnace <laughs> swamp ass going on yeah <laughs> but then the, the front side of me is like ice cold right and so i'm looking in and i can see that ambient light from that 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 dirt room and i can see you know the, the that stairwell that we don't know where it goes to and so i'm just like focusing on that and um after maybe like three or four minutes, I start to see like something is moving in that room because I can see the sh- like the from the shadow from that ambient light like somebody's in there and it's just kind of moving back and forth so I can see the shadow against the wooden staircase. And so in my re- in my recording, I said, you know, if you're here, if you're with me, if you're present, I don't mean any disrespect. Just, you know, um, communicate to me who you are. Leave me a name. Leave me something. And of course, on my recording, I didn't get anything. But after I said that out loud, like a couple minutes later, I can no longer see into that room because whatever that shadow was, it was actually in front of the hole in the wall and it had blocked out all the light. And I'm like, oh, holy shit, like something's coming in this fucking room. (laughs) And then like all of a sudden, like you can just see that darkness just swoosh to the side and like now it's in the corner next to where all the you know the cauldron and the fucking Ouija board planchettes and all all the weird shit is. And then all of a sudden I can see into that room again. And then like I'm just like panicking. And like all you hear on the recording is me hitting the flashlight against my ring. I'm like nope 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 not getting up not getting up not getting up. I'm just gonna stay here. And then they're like all right your time is up. And I'm like fuck peace out. And <laughs> so. Uh, Bonesy didn't get anything. Bonesy s- sat in that room, but Dobbs, um, we kept seeing like these weird orbs flash in front of him. And I'm not a fan of orbs. I just think they're like they're dust and shit, but the orbs that flashed in front of his screen, when he went back and tried to match it up to his audio, he actually heard something that sounded like somebody was walking on gravel. Like they're like, th- those are the hooves we're talking about. Like, yeah, that doesn't really sound like hooves. That sounds like somebody's crunching rock behind him, but it was like a solid concrete floor. So, And what was weird, too, is like you and I I don't remember Dom said it, but I know Rob said it. You guys were like, yeah, you can feel the heat of the furnace and shit like that. I never felt any fucking heat. Yeah, I was ice cold, like like uncomfortably cool at some point when I was down there. I heard the furnace kick on, never felt any heat. Yeah. But what was funny, too, like... um. When Rob's down there, like, I'm sitting, just, you know, this still is a statue. <laughs> and Preston is fidgety. And it's funny because they're like, wow, he's moving around a lot. And I'm like, it's because he's got his ADD kicking in. Yes, yeah. it's still because he's, <laughs> he's got a swamp ass. Yeah, right. And I'm like, he's probably getting bored and trying to focus. And they're like, they're all, everybody's kind of giggling. And I'm like, no, I'm being serious. Ask him. Quick, get him yeah. energy drink and a vape juice. Yeah, right. And when he comes up there, he's All right, like, guys, yeah, I'm good. You know, I got kind of bored. <laughs> my ADD kind of kicked in. And I'm just like, boom. <laughs> Big reveal. <laughs> but what's funny about Rob, when Rob got down there, um, Rob's wearing like a hoodie. 
And so when we get down there, he's put the hood up and he's sitting down in the chair and he's just like got one, you know, elbow resting on his knee and the other one's up on his hip and he's just staring up at the camera. And we're all just like, what the fuck? Cause like, you just get this vibe, like fucking come at me. I fucking dare you to come at me, son. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, it was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just tough. so funny. I'm a toughie. Yeah. It was just, it was just so funny. Cause he's just relaxed, just kind of sitting there, but like just the posture made it look like, and I even made the comment. I'm like, well guys, I hate to tell you, but like. Your, your museum's not haunted anymore. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, those four demons, they've done packed up. He has scared the shit out of those demons. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody coming back. And then, like, he, so he said nothing happened. Like, it was all pretty quiet. But when the girl, so the blonde uh, girl came down, the blonde staff member came down to tell him it was his time was up because she's the one who took him down. And they're sitting there talking. He's like, yeah, you know, it was, it was pretty cool, whatever. And then you see him both look up behind them. And that fucking, uh, they said that 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 voodoo mask, that big wooden voodoo mask on the wall, was started uh-huh. shaking and and rumbling and making noise. So then they kind of get up and they leave. But yeah, all in all, ten out of ten would recommend going to that place. Yeah. It was a hell of a lot of fun. They actually have um, four back to back sit challenges for like I think a total of like four forty minutes or an hour. Yeah, and if you make it through that whole thing, they give you like a certificate. So. I definitely want to go back and try that. And I want to see the museum, um, you know, again, because we saw it and it was all in the dark. I'd love to see it and go through and read all the artifacts and read all the descriptions and yeah. stuff because that'd be badass. And so, and that's what Rob's like, you guys got to come back and check it out. And I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll come back and bring Steve. And then, you know, that way we can mm-hmm. all kind of check it out together and do that kind of stuff. So no, I do have a follow-up story. So, um, the next morning we woke up and oh, uh, yeah. we were uh, eating breakfast and, uh, you know, Dobbs and uh, Hillary kept asking us like, hey, um, do you guys have like, uh, you know, like in, any weird like spooky dreams? Did like you see any shadow people in the night? Uh, did anything like freaky happen to you? And we're like, nope, nope, nothing happened. And uh, right as we were talking about that, um, Jeffrey had called me. And so I pick up the phone and I'm like, Hey honey, what's, what's going on? And she's like, kind of like really upset, almost like she's about like to cry. You can kind of hear that like freakiness in her voice. And she's like, I, I just, I just need you to stay on the phone with me. Um, I need you to stay on the phone. And, um, and you know what? To interject, I thought something happened to one of the kids because yeah. I can hear her barely over the uh, the phone standing away from you. And she sounds mm-hmm. pissed and frantic. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, okay, honey, what's up? And she's like, so I dropped Addie off um, um, at school in the morning and, uh, you know, I did all the dishes. I, I, you know, I did the laundry because I'm like, you know, I want everything done so I can have a fun weekend while you're out of town. I'm like, okay. She's like, you know, and then I picked Addie up from school. We came home, we pottied the dogs and then, you know, I dropped her off at grandma's. I went to St. Baldrick's, got home super late um, and then went straight to bed, got up this morning, ate breakfast, pottied the dogs. And then I went to the bathroom and I came back out and, uh, you know, that, that blue Mason glass. And I'm like, uh, yeah, she's like, you know, the one that you, like nobody likes to use. So at lodge, we had this event called table lodge and they gave us this commemorative glass and it's basically like a blue Mason jar, but it's like all ceramic and the kids used to use it and they would leave milk in it and then put it in the sink. And then like, you'd get that fucking ring of milk down at the bottom and it's like super hard to clean out so she puts that thing on the top shelf of the cupboard so nobody uses it and she said that when she got back from going to the bathroom she walked into the kitchen and that fucking ceramic mug was sitting in the sink 
by itself. And when she looked down inside, there was like a ring of milk at the very bottom. Like somebody had taken like poured milk in it, drank it and set it in the sink. So she, like a fresh ring. of yeah, milk. Yeah. Like right. a fresh ring of milk. And so she's freaking the fuck out. I'm like, or oh, the door's locked. Because I'm thinking, like, man, maybe somebody came in the house, like, fuck, and what am I going to do? Because I'm, like, two state, you know, like, a state away. And she's like, no, the doors are locked. Um, You know, the dogs are super quiet. And I'm like, all right, well, the doors are locked. I need you to just, you know, walk through the house real quick. Honey, check all the closets. She did all that, and there was nobody in the fucking house. Um, The doors were locked. And uh, she's like... Yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm just throwing the fucking thing away. I'm like, no, 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 don't throw the mug away. We need this for (laughs) evidence. And, uh, you know, the the Uh, next night, like everything's fine, like nothing freaking the next night. So it's just ironic that it it happened the night after we went to the the Museum of Shadows. It was ironic that she called me as soon as we were talking about, like, did you guys have any freaky dreams? You know, Um, so it's a weird synchronicity that 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 happened. So. I, and to me, like not not making any jokes and not to worry anybody, that reminded me straight up as fucking Dennis Rader. Yeah, remember wasn't there that story like he left a can of coke and a note saying like you took too long or, or good thing you took so long or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking freaked me out, dude. I'm like call the cops. Fucking call the cops. <laughs> call the cops. He's, like, he's like you know she has a gun. She's looked through the whole house. I'm like okay. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy point, shit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, all in all, fucking it was so much fun, man. We had a blast. I I can't wait to go back again, Steve, and, and bring you with us and see what kind oh, of trouble yeah. we can get into, but. Yeah, I really want to, man. I'm glad you guys had a great time. Yeah, it was badass, man. It really was. So, I mean, for yeah, from the bottom of our hearts, um, you know, Alan, Hillary, Rob, and Micah, and and Paul, we had such a fucking fun time. Um, it was great meeting you guys. Um, we can't wait to do it again. We had we just had a had an absolute blast from everybody. Everybody's just super cool. Everybody's just real rad, down to earth. Um, just super fun time, yeah. man. Super fun time. And so, yeah. And also another plug. Check out Gunslinger Soaps. Um, we shared a shit ton of fun stories with them that we'll have to maybe think about sharing some other time because um, we just don't have enough time this episode. It's like a two-hour-long episode as it is. So, um, yeah, let's plug some stuff and get out of here, guys. Cool. Uh, real quick, though, before we do plugs, um, I'm sure as by the time everybody listens to this, they'll know of the tragedy that happened in Paris today with yeah. uh, the Cathedral oh, yeah. of Notre Dame like that. Is insane. Uh, the newest update on this, in case you guys didn't know, the fire is pretty much completely under control, partially extinguished. Uh, there are still residual fires, but like small ones. But the base structure of the building is still intact, and it will be saved. They they are going to rebuild. Oh, um, good. The relics that they thought were destroyed, which is mind blowing to me. And you know, us on Pikes Light Paranormal. We don't tell you what religion's real, what religion's not, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Right. What what ghosts or demons or aliens? I whatever. mean, hell, I double dip, baby. I went Christian cross and Catholic saint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, so like to see like this happen to this building, and and to, in my opinion, it, the building is a relic in itself. There's so much human history in there, and to see it go all up in flames over 800 years. I mean, that's just unbelievable. But right. the two, there's three most irreplaceable artifacts other than the building itself, unfortunately. Uh, the Crown of Thorns, which is actually like a part of the actual Crown of Thrones, that, the Crown of Thorns that oh, Jesus wow. was supposed to wear. And also a piece of the True Cross, which is what he was crucified on. And then a tunic allegedly worn by St. Louis. 
So like, oh wow, and and that doesn't that doesn't include the tons of artwork and stained glass mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything else in that building. It's, it's one of the most beautiful architectural buildings in the world, and I don't know, like I don't know if it's just because I was like I'm been kind of emotional lately, but like watching that like on Facebook oh, yeah, sure. videos, like it's just it's like it's just so sad. Like even if you're not a religious person of any faith or that specific faith, like to see that go up in flames, it's like, it's just a bad day for humanity. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, fuck. And, you know, so far they've pretty much always said that it's like, it's not terrorism. It's not deliberately arson or anything like that. Like it's, they were doing renovations and probably a construction fire. It unfortunately does happen. Oh no, yeah, it's, it's really crazy Gosh. to see all that stuff happen like that. Yeah, it it is a tragedy, man. It, it I was bummed out too. Like it's so it's so weird, like seeing seeing something like that. It reminded me a lot of nine eleven, which I know sounds silly, but seeing that much destruction on TV, like at a live event, and watching the tower fall or watching the 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 steeple. You know, or whatever you want to call it. I can't remember what the, the I can't remember what they call it. But uh, you know, fall over and you're like, holy shit, like it's just it's just like that. It's like you know it's not gonna stand because structurally it's gonna collapse. Yeah. But you're like, holy shit, this is you know, like I don't know, it's just really weird. But I'm not trying to end the show on a on a on a sad note. <laughs> yeah, but we just gotta we gotta it's important to talk about that, man. Like it's it, a lot of the stuff we talk about has to do with you yeah, know, sure. religion yeah. sometimes. Religion and, and, and history and, yeah. and everything in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, you, and you think to go to that building, dude, there's got to be activity in some in that building. Oh, yeah. And if there I wasn't, mean, there sure as hell will be now. Yeah, like, oh my <laughs> gosh. It's crazy. Jeez, man. But other than that, I'll plug. Um, I've been streaming a lot lately. I've been doing uh, on Mixer. You just type in mixer.com slash Big Steven. It's kind of a weird name. It's totally not a dating site. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's it's Microsoft streaming site where you can watch people play video games. So I've been streaming a lot on there and on my Facebook as well. So oh, yeah. and I always uh, give the uh, podcast shout outs on the Shit, yeah, on the boy. stream and the title. So and I'm doing a giveaway. So if you're on Mixer, hit that follow button. And when I get 50 followers, there'll be a $25 gift card of your digital choosing, whether it's Xbox, PlayStation or Nintendo Switch or Adam and Eve or Steam or Adam and <laughs> or or. A, a free and if you win you'll get a free promo code to big dobs beard Vaughn. Oh. preston what's that promo code well i'm not the one that gives the uh, <laughs> promo code but let me tell you what if you need a beard if you want a beard if you want some stylish digs that'll make you look like a sexified man that uh, will you know keep the demons away check out big dobs beard <laughs> He's got Dundee Cedar. He's got fresh that I smelled for the first time this weekend. And holy shit, mm-hmm. that might be my new favorite. Like, I, I kept telling him, like, dude, I'm in love with Bay Rum, and you need to quit hitting me with all these oh, flavors, these scents, because, you know. So what's this new one again? Fresh. I've never smelled fresh. I don't know if it's new, but my it's amazing. Damn. And then he's got mint. Is it safe to say that you're fresh to death yeah (laughs) and then i then i can then i can pair it with the bar of capone from gunslinger soap so let me read you capone it says perfect for a night with the dames or a poker night with the boys and i washed myself with capone 
and uh, I smelt good for like two days. So Dude. yeah, yeah. Check out Gunslingers. So Check out Big Dobbs for all awesome. your badass manliness. You know that. Uh, and shit, you'll fucking get at least second place uh, in a beer competition if you spruce your shit up with that, because uh, I'm sure old Kevin uh, uses Big Dobbs. But Sean's going to hit you with a promo code. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just like Father Karras, if you have to exercise your beard demons away, use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your entire order. And also, while you're at it, we don't have any promo codes, but check out gunslingersoap.com and check out some of the badass soaps, man. Yeah, it was really great getting to meet them as well down there. So, all right, check out our buddies uh, over in Colorado. Check out Fear and Fame podcast. Lots of great true crime stuff. Check out Pixelated Sausage for Mark's solo cast. Check out Attack the Backlog, his video game streaming he does of all sorts of great stuff. Check out Preston. What's my favorite? Uh... Sports Cars Unleashed. Look, <laughs> look, for all your YouTubers out there, if you can look at this hat right now, this Big Dob hat, you can fucking get that on his website. Like, this hat is the fucking titch right here. So, get... Yeah, it is, dude. I can't wait to get mine. That's so fucking tight. Get on the site. Get your shit. Check out the fucking yep. podcast and live the pic- pixelated paranormal way. And, shit, I almost forgot... <laughs> Listen, you YouTubers, Uh-oh. if you have enjoyed being a part of the uh, Richard DeRome tinfoil hat uh, ponytail society, <laughs> just ponytail. you know, invite all your friends to subscribe to the YouTube channel and get pixelated paranormal and the buff and the raw, the uncut, the hard, whatever. You know, this is where it's at. So, you know, I'm, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you were so well behaved this whole episode in the last 30 yeah. seconds you're just a dirty boy hell yeah alright guys thank you so much for joining us I promise we will get back to Thieves in the Night next episode we just had so much fun stuff we had to get to tonight we wanted to share it before we forgot it so yeah again thanks so much to everybody up there in Omaha guys you really truly are some awesome people and uh, thanks for listening thanks for being our new pals and we will catch you all next time around Hell yeah, catch you on the flip side. Sweet, sweet. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.